Well, hello there, dead and lovely listeners, and welcome to the brand newest installment of your favoritest podcast in all the many realms. Why, it's dead and lovely, your absolute favorite horror movie review podcast. You're with the host with the most. It's me, Uncle Ben. And me, Count Steve. <laughs> Blue. 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 Hey, it's me, Hollywood Steve. What's the significance in blah in blah. vampire lore? That's what I would like to know. Uh, they're starting to say blood, but they don't finish it. So, do the blah. East Coast vampires go, Crea, Crea? Yeah. Okay. I think so. Now, what about the Latin King vampires? That's, mu- that's oh, multi-syllabic. shit. Latin King. Well, Latin King. All, it would also probably be in Spanish. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. Uh-huh. Interesting. So, Steve, let me ask you a question. Yeah? Worst Thanksgiving or worst Thanksgiving of all time? Boy, it's up there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I tend to agree. I think before we get into talking about our our Thanksgivings as well as our feature presentation, yeah. what we do in the shadows, I'm definitely going to need to get some, some booze in me. Yeah, Booze right. up in me right here. Let's start off today with a treat from the fine folks at Wicked Weed. Yeah. Just from over the hills in Asheville, North Kakalaki. Mm-hmm. This is their Cool Cumber. Cool Cumber. Cool Cumber. Cool Cumber. Have you ever had this? No. Steve, let me tell you. It's a golden ale brewed with cucumbers, basil, and juniper berries. I am interested in this. I had this for the first time the other day. What happened to you? Did your dick fly off? It got good to me. Oh, okay. It got good to me. This, to me, you know, honestly, especially considering we're having this, like, ultra-brutal cold snap where it's, like, 20 degrees in Tennessee. It is, yeah, it's currently 20-something degrees. Yeah. This is a perfect, I've just mowed the yard and yeah. I'm sitting on the porch beer. You'll understand as soon as you have it. It's so, uh-huh. like, refreshing and light. Okay. I'm excited. This is going to become one of my, my summertime sensations. All right. For sure. Right now, it's almost a little too crisp. But you can definitely smell the basil and stuff, right? And the cucumber, too. It smells good. Yeah. It's just super fresh. Like, I foresee this being good with a multitude of different foods and stuff, too. Isn't that unique? Ooh, buddy. Right? That's refreshing. Yeah, it totally is. I was a little parched, and Gets I just good wanted to, to keep drinking it. Like, mm-hmm. it feels real good going down. And it's got just that real light flavor. Yeah, it does. It still tastes like a golden ale. Like, mm-hmm. it still tastes like beer. It doesn't taste like beer-flavored stuff, you know? It's got some positive Pabst qualities. Yeah, some of the better parts. Yeah. Man, that's good stuff. I know. It's really unique. Wicked mm-hmm. Weed's awesome. I know that, like, a lot of the beer snobs just want to give them shit because they sold out to... Mm-hmm. Was it Heineken bought them? I'm not sure. I can't remember. It's Heineken or Anheuser-Busch. Some huge, huge company bought them yeah. out. And just basically gave them a ton of money to distribute their already amazing beer. Yeah. But, of course, snobs fucking hate that. Just think of it like this, okay? When you love something and it sells out, yeah. that that thing is getting all the, the money and recognition that you always thought it should get. Yeah. And now that it's getting it, you're mad. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make much sense. But enough about the Black Album by Metallica. Let's, let's get back to talking about this beer, right? Yeah, I had a, uh, I had myself a pretty terrible Thanksgiving. Yeah, I had myself a pretty terrible Mine Thanksgiving this year. Mine was not great either. It, uh, I, basically, the short story, and anybody that follows me on Instagram probably already knows. But uh, basically, on Thanksgiving Thursday, our, uh, my wife and I, this little thirteen-year-old dude, uh, Attila, who we've had 
since he was no smaller than a than a shoe. Yeah, he was a tiny little dude. Yeah, he just kind of he kind of quit eating, and mm. it seemed like he basically aged like ten years overnight. Like he was Damn. instantly super old, not eating, very lethargic, groggy, didn't want to walk, didn't want to really do anything. Man, that sucks. Yeah, and so I spent all day on Thanksgiving itself, um, just freaking out, worrying about him, and then. He ate some a little bit that night, and then the next day wasn't eating again, and then wasn't eating again and stuff. And basically yesterday, which would be a Monday, Kate and I took him into the vet, and they said that he has full-blown kidney failure. Damn. Yeah, and he's he's uh, at the animal hospital right now, and you know he's an old he's an old boy, he's an old dog. Yeah. So they they said you know chances are not not, not great. great, maybe yeah. about a 30 percent, 30 40 percent recovery rate. But, you know, kidney failure... That's not good. It's one of those things you don't get over. Uh, yeah. Apparently, kidney tissue can't repair itself. I didn't know about this. I didn't know that. So, you know, even if he does make it through this, uh, he's not, not out of the woods. It's probably the worst thing that I think I've about ever gone through. It's yeah. fucking terrible. Like, I'm way more upset about this than I have been about... Um, pretty much any family member of mine ever dying. Like yeah. I can think of one other person that that really upset me a lot. But actually, I think I knew Attila longer than I knew that person. So yeah. it fucking sucks, man. It fucking sucks. It really does. Yeah. Yeah. I, I man, I'll just have dreams where my dog dies, and I'll yeah. wake up and just like hug my dog. I know, man. Yeah. I know. So that sucks. I'm very sorry I have to go through that. Yeah. Sorry, little Attila has to go through it, and known the little dude for a long time. Yeah. He's he's the best, man. Yeah. He's the best. I mean, he's he's tougher than nails. So he is. That's true. We'll see what happens. But I'm trying not to get my hopes up too terribly high. Yeah, you don't want to come crashing down. No, and yeah. you know, again, not to bring the show just way, way, way too down. But it's kind of like at this point, I'll I kinda, do that. Yeah, <laughs> that's your job. Yeah, I kind of feel like at this point, I've already kind of like. You know, be- begun the grieving process, so yeah. to speak, just because it's like when you're faced with the very real mortality, mm. you know, up front like that, you kind of have to deal with it. Have you yet gone through the uh, bargaining with Satan phase? I mean, I always start with that. Yeah. Yeah, All sure. Right. Oh, Beazlebub. Yeah. I got stuff to talk to you about, bro. Let's get a trade. Let's get a trade. Yeah, not <laughs> fond of how this is going. Here's a Ken Griffey Jr. baseball card. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Well, I had a friend die on Thanksgiving night. This is truly the fucking worst. Yeah. This is yeah. literally the worst. I don't want to go too in detail about yeah. it because, uh, uh, you know, it's... A tragedy that I don't know enough about yeah. to feel like I can say sure. all of what happened. But he died in a car accident. Former roommate, friend. That fucking sucks. Known him for a long time. Yeah. Um, haven't haven't seen him in a long time, and I had the opportunity to see him on Halloween. Uh, yeah. I came to your Halloween party because oh, we were no. shooting a video. Now I'm dragged into this. No, it's, it's all your fault. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Actually, you know what? I I blame the listener. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody listened to the show. Just bum everybody the fuck yeah. out. Um, that sucks, man. But yeah, it really, it really does. Uh, he was around my age. He's a young dude, and you know, unexpected. And it happens on a night, you know, where yeah. it's a family event. It's going to happen every year. It's going to be a reminder. Yeah, every year. I was going to say, I feel extra, extra bad for 
you know, anybody that deals with very, very significant loss, like during the holidays, it sounds like superficial. It makes it sound like, oh, it's a Hallmark commercial. Christmas is the greatest time of year, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't mean it that way. It's just that it's such a big deal, whether you love Christmas or not, you know, it's such a big deal every every year this time of year whenever the holidays roll around yeah. that you're going to be reminded whether you want to or not yeah. of whatever happened like yeah. my uh my stepdad like his dad died of like a massive heart attack on like christmas morning Jesus Christ. i know and it's like you know, like, you know, like fu- fucking i think he watched him like fall down the stairs and just uh, fucking die and it's like you'll never get rid of that no nope. every fucking christmas so yeah, I feel really, really like bad. Like Phoebe Cates' character in Gremlins. Precisely like mm-hmm. Phoebe Cates' character in Gremlins. Uh-huh. Oh, man. So, yeah, I feel bad for uh, I feel bad for you. I feel bad for my little buddy. I feel yeah. bad for everybody that has to go through shit during the holidays. It's That's the worst. I don't think it can be much worse than that. You're around your know. family. You're trying to act all happy and fun and stuff. Yeah. And you're just like, I would really rather just go home and uh-huh. huddle up on the couch and fuck off. I did have a good time with my family. Had fun yeah. with my nieces. It got to My dog went running into a field across the street from my grandparents' <laughs> house. And <laughs> my niece and I cut the chaser. That was... So much fun. Like a uh, children's storybook. Yeah. <laughs> now, let me ask you, did you have some great dinner conversation Oh Jesus! with Christ. your family of, of uh, mumbling, under-talking ho- people? I hope that nobody in my family is listening <laughs> to this, but it was ma- it was pure madness. I would post, I, I took like a 50-second video yeah. to just, just to be able to show people like what I'm talking about. I'm it's now, unbelievable. I'm not going to post it or anything, Yeah, but it's... Three people talking to me simultaneously in the most like mumbly under talking you could possibly it's do. Unreal. And Let's in the background, there's just this like insane noise that I don't know kind of where sound. it yeah. came from. I think somebody's watching a racer head in the background. Yeah. Let's do a little recreation of what that conversation uh-huh. maybe sounds like, Steve. Oh, guns and guns. Hi, hose over there. Garden hose. And you know, and you know, you know, Johnny. And I was over there. And then the nurse came and I said, What? Where's the deal at? Oh, no. Only there's three of these people. Three of them. And it lasts an entire Thanksgiving day. Yep. That is madness. I couldn't make it, man. You had told me about your family's, like, you know, insane mumblecore uh-huh. holiday <laughs> gatherings. And it just sounded like such a funny exaggeration. I should make a mumblecore documentary about just put my a family. Beat under it. Just put yeah. a fucking hot beat under that thing. <laughs> put it on SoundCloud and get famous, I guess. Damn. Now you tell me about this stuff and I just had in my in my own mind like what that must be like. Uh-huh. And I was like, it's there's no way it's that silly. It is. And you sent me that video and it's like that it's silly. exactly as I imagine. Oh my god. Like exactly the, as the I imagine. only saving grace is when my nieces or my my brother or my cousin Casey are there cuz they all like they talk clearly and don't just constantly talk. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they speak distinctly. Yeah, and they Imagine have something that. to say. <laughs> <laughs> Was yeah. the food any good? Uh, yeah, I mean they do great dessert. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean the turkey wasn't great. The, no, only only good turkey you can get in the south is fucking fried or smoked. That's yep. it. If it's not deep fried or smoked, it's not good. I made my my classic baked mac and cheese. I, I want to meet that mac. Down. I want to um, meet that mac. It's good, dude. It's good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they they had some good old country stuff, corn, green mm-hmm, beans, yeah. green Any, beans, 
cooked with ham. Okay. So they're like yeah. salty as All shit. Right, and yeah. Smoky. A little smoky action. Pretty good. Yeah. Have you some romaine laying around there? <laughs> some the de- devil's deadly lettuce. Deadly E. coli. Oh, yeah. That is now the devil's lettuce. <laughs> How funny is that? <laughs> Actually, this is funny because my wife went shopping today and I had romaine on the list. And I had to text her and be like, don't don't buy any romaine. Yeah. And then it luckily it wasn't even a problem because when she got to Costco, they didn't even have any. What if she would have come home with Rebecca Romaine? Okay. Be like, I got what you asked for. Okay, yeah, no, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Like, is she gonna she gonna live with us and like contribute to the bills and stuff? All that I have to say is I just wanna know if she can introduce me to John Stamos. Well, yeah. That's the value of Rebecca. And I Romaine. wanna know if he can introduce me to Oikos uh, Greek yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get in his recording studio and root around a little bit. Yeah. See that little red light bulb turn on down there? Uh-huh. Jam with the band. With him dude. and Uncle Joey. Yeah, yeah. dude. Exactly. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, we had some decent food. We, uh, As I mentioned last week, we made a vegetable korma the night before. Yeah. Which was awesome. I bet. And uh, I will, okay, I will add this to my Thanksgiving story. I want to bring an air of levity back oh, into good. the show. Finally. I don't, I don't just want this to be a d- miserable, depressing fucking uh-huh. podcast. But, so, okay, Wednesday night before Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. we're doing all this stuff. I had to make a big grocery trip, and I was working that day, and then, you know, it was like, oh, i got to make all this food, make this huge thing of vegetable korma, which involves, of course, a lot of prep, and it's yeah. Indian food, it's, you know, yeah. it just takes a lot of prepping and time and stuff. Right. And so, we finish all this stuff up, it's like one in the morning, I'm like, all right, I was like, I'll be up for another hour, hour and a half, let's sit on the couch, watch some TV. Yeah. And uh, just relax a little bit. Well, hell, I think I'll eat half of this edible. Oh, boy. And uh, my my wife. Your wife. Listen. I should have listened. I yes. should have listened. Because she <laughs> said, you'll probably wake up really fucking high. Uh-huh. And I was like, nah. Uh-huh. She had this experience where she, she, she had something. Uh, she had an edible before bed. This is like a year ago and woke up really stoned. But these are like different ones, and I've had these, and they just made me feel like I was getting a hug for a few hours. Oh, well, that's nice. Yeah, it's pretty mild. Mm-hmm. So I have half of this edible. We stand up, we watch a you know a couple of shows or something. Mm-hmm. We watch some Boz Burgers. Okay, great. New season's fantastic. Yes, it is. I woke up at 6 on Thanksgiving morning, higher than fucking eagle tits. <laughs> and I mean... So insanely, uncomfortably, intensely high. Yeah. I can't even describe it. <laughs> it was unbearable. It was like so intense that like I couldn't even get back to sleep because the sound that the dogs were making was like giving me full blown like yeah. audio visual hallucinations. Yeah. It was insane. Yeah. yeah. So I woke up that early, that fucked up, and I was like, oh, God, no. The rest of oh, the day. Oh, no. <laughs> so I spent the entire rest of the day with my wife's family just trying to fucking maintain. <laughs> and like I said, I was already worried fucking crazy about the dog. Yeah. So that was all on my so mind. That, great thing to be thinking about yeah. while you're way too high. Well, and then also, too, like also to add to the shit list that was this Thanksgiving. Uh, my wife's grandfather was like acting really ill and stuff all of oh, a sudden. No. You know, he was like having some trouble like breathing and uh-huh. like uh, some crazy coughing and all this kind of uh-huh. stuff. He's like in the ER right now as we speak. Did you sucks. look around the table? Did anyone have a smile on their face? Maybe no. he was poisoned. Oh, shit. The Strangler. I didn't even think about that. 
Dude, it was That's it was crazy. crazy. It was yeah. crazy. So like all this stuff was happening around me, and I was just freaking the fuck out. Like, I've heard of people freaking out when they're on edibles. I yeah. completely understand that right now. I was like super nauseous all day, uh-huh. just trying to maintain, even though everybody's face was like a big mountain. When I get too high, I feel like I'm dying. Yeah, that's just how I feel. Like, yeah, I know. Like, uh, there's nothing that no like thought I can have that'll yeah. fix it. Even though it'll be like I've gone through this before. I know what this feeling is. Mm-hmm. I know there's nothing. My my blood pressure is probably only slightly elevated. Mm-hmm. Uh, my pulse isn't high or anything. Everything's fine, but yeah, my yeah. head just won't give up the idea no you're dying <laughs> no you're no, definitely done is, for sir this is it <laughs> look what you've Your done chickens to us have come home to roost <laughs> um well, it, that actually happened to me recently too so, oh shit yeah. man it was an, I just it's not good a bit too much i didn't i didn't uh, expect it and i was walking my dog and suddenly just got like this rush of, yeah like, the wave crash happening damn and yeah Edibles are just so weird and unpredictable. Like, you just don't yeah. know what's going to happen sometimes. I mean, I was fucked up from, again, like 6 in the morning to probably about 8 or 9 p.m. I mean, just rolling. It was not <laughs> fun at all. But, you know, I will add, there was some fun stuff that happened this weekend, too. It was, it was insanely fucking busy, and I'm exhausted. But, yeah. like, you know, again, Wednesday was the big cooking thing. Thursday was my wife's Thanksgiving where I was tripping balls all day. Uh-huh. Friday was my family's thing where I probably got a little too drunk <laughs> in front of everybody because my mom made tacos, and so we brought stuff for, for margaritas, which basically means I'll have one margarita and then drink straight tequila in front of my family all night. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it was fun. Had when a good time. When you drink straight tequila, people look at you like you're an alcoholic. Yeah. Pretty much. They're wrong, though, because tequila is well, great. You can drink straight bourbon and stuff. Yeah, and nobody it, thinks no anything deal. of it, but if you're drinking straight tequila, yeah. just sipping it. Yeah. That's how I like it. Yeah, it's but good. But people do look at you like, how? what is happening? Are you, you, sir, are a monster. You should be slamming that or <laughs> covering it with tons yeah, of sugar. Yeah, exactly. It's what you do. Then it's more acceptable. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. That sounds worse to me. It is. Yeah. And then Saturday, we had a big-ass skankbanger show. Uh, which was just 80s hair metal spectacular yeah. amazingness. It was ridiculous. Was this one on Market Square? It was, uh, yeah, Scruffy. Okay. Yeah. I got uh, pulled in violently into an open mouth kiss with a 50 <laughs> something year old blonde lady. <laughs> it's not great. Did, afterwards, did you say she tastes like cigarettes? No, afterwards, I kind of looked at her like shocked and stunned. Uh-huh. And then about a minute later, she she looks at my tights and says, "Can I wear those pants tomorrow?" I mean, she was full on, damn aggressive. All right, get it, highly girl. highly aggressive, <laughs> pretty impressive. And then the next day, Sunday, we spent uh, with our friends Lindsay and Thomas making pho. Awesome. Yeah, we decided we might just try ourselves a new tradition and see how it goes of having kind of like a friendsgiving thing. Yeah. Where we get away from our families and we drink all day, yeah, and make pho. Now and it I, was the best. I, Kate, Kate knocked it out. I had to wait for you to say another word after you said making fuck. Yeah, I th- you may have said you hung out with Lindsay and Thomas making fuck. Right? Like Did you, you just get, say making fuck? You guys are swingers all of a sudden. <laughs> Swings giving. Swings giving. Thanks swinging. Thanks swinging. <laughs> There we go. You know what, though? Somebody is already doing that. Oh, yeah. 100%. A lot of people sure. are doing it together. Yeah. With an entire buffet of Thanksgiving food. 
<laughs> yeah, there's a food component. It's really uh-huh. weird. Yeah. Ah. Somebody's going to fuck that turkey. What'd you do with the rest of your Thanksgiving weekend? Anything cool? Uh, I was kind of going through existential crisis. Sure. Of, yeah. Oh, God, we could all go at any moment. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So that's fun. That was a ball. Not great. No, it wasn't great. But um, I did just watch some random horror movies. What you see and, this week, Steve? Uh, what you been watching? One that I did watch that I want to mention is Student Bodies. Student Bodies. Now, I have heard of this because our friends over on the Sale of Satan podcast did this on their show yeah. probably about two or three months ago. Yeah. And uh, it sounded extremely ridiculous and yeah. silly. It was. It kind of sounded like if Airplane was a horror movie. Yes. Is that kind of how it is? That was accurate. Interesting. That is it. it it's almost like if uh, the idea for Scary Movie existed 15 years before Scary Movie came out. So it's kind of spoofing uh, horror Slashers. flicks and stuff at the time. Yeah. Okay. Right it's, on. Um, Does it have Jeff Goldblum in it? I want to say it had Jeff Goldblum in it. No, no, no. That's Transylvania 6, 5,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And Earth Girls are easy. Right. Uh-huh. No, um, but it, I think it's I think it's a must-watch for okay. slasher fans. I but love I'm not slashers. saying it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird. Okay. There is a quote from it I did want to read, though. Tell me about there's it. A, <laughs> there's a guy who's... Uh, it's, it all happens at a school, of course. Uh-huh. There's a guy at, at a, an event who's talking over the, the PA. And uh, he's talking about all the senseless murders. And he says, let's have a murder that makes sense. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> let's have a murder that makes sense. That was pretty funny. So I, that got it. me. Yeah. Excellente. What else you seen? Uh, what else have I seen? Um, Did you watch a Gremlin this I week? I watched a movie called Gremlins. I've heard tell of this. Yeah. I also watched Gremlins this week. We may have plans regarding Gremlins. Maybe we do. Maybe yes, we do we that do. like on a YouTube video or something like Maybe that. Maybe we even do it on a podcast. Maybe we do. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a winner. It uh, is it, a winner. It really is. It is pretty damn dark at it's, times. It, it Could have been a lot darker. It, I guess. Yeah. Uh, the original Chris Columbus screenplay was a lot darker. But I did enjoy it. It was much better this time than when. The commercials would come on when I was a little kid <laughs> and scare the, me the fuck here. out. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm gonna correct myself. I think on previous episodes I talked about when the commercials for Gremlins would come on. That's not possible because Gremlins two, Gremlins two, yeah, because yeah. Gremlins one came out in '84, which is when yeah. I was born. So I definitely don't remember. Came those. out in the summer of '84, by the way. That doesn't make any sense. No, so, but wait, it was summer? still the fourth. Yeah, still the fourth highest grossing movie of the year. That's stupid. Well, the uh, I can't remember. I think it's a Paramount movie. Paramount realized they didn't have a movie to go up against Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Mm, Okay. So they moved Gremlins up. Oh, okay. Because it was also produced by Steven Spielberg. They thought, you know, people will see Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, want to see more Steven Spielberg stuff. We'll have Gremlins out a month later. Got it. It worked. Right on. The other night, actually it was last night, because it was after we had dropped the tail off at at the doggy hospital. We just decided we really needed to watch something that was just good fun. Yeah. You know, so we uh, we reheated some of the leftover pho, which was amazing. Pho will truly make any bad day better. It does. It's like it eating really, a hug. Really does. It's the greatest. Yeah. So we had pho, and we watched Deadpool, and then we watched Deadpool 2, just awesome. right in a row. Really fun to watch those two back-to-back. They, uh-huh. they fit together pretty damn seamlessly. Yeah. And the tone and style of the movies is... 
pretty damn similar. I think I still think two is actually better than one. I think so too. I really do. Yeah, I haven't watched them back to back, but I do think two probably because it didn't have to do a whole lot of setup. Nope, it can just yeah. get going. Yeah. It can just get going right with it. So much funny stuff. I want a Domino movie with Zazie Beetz so bad. Oh, gosh, she yes. needs a whole fucking movie. Yeah. Because she is amazing. I just want to be I want to be friends with Zazie Beetz. I like bet she's, she's cool as shit. She's probably listening right now. Oh, obviously, obviously she's a fan yeah. of the show. Mm-hmm. Of course. If you want to hang out, let's do it. Yeah, maybe you're on the show sometime. Maybe. Maybe that's what happens. What about, uh, you watched, uh, I believe, a spinoff. I did. Of series. I want to hear about this. I watched a spinoff of What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah. That is called Wellington Paranormal, and it follows the cops from what we do in the shadows um, uh, doing paranormal cases, basically like X-Files, but they're really dumb. But they're fucking morons. Is it the two cops that are in the movie? Yeah. Played by the same people? Yep. Is it written by any of the same people that did? It's produced by uh, Jermaine and and Taika Waititi. But the humor and stuff is very similar? Yes. Wow. It's so, great. So it's like every episode they're trying to solve like a different case yeah. and shit like that. The first one is uh, a, a demon possession. It's really funny. Amazing. Gotta check it out. Is it streaming anywhere? You just have it's to not. It. You gotta yeah. be adventurous. Oh. Maybe have a pirate spirit. Ahoy. Ahoy, maybe. Or maybe have a, a VPN oh, that'll yeah. let you connect. Because the, uh, the, it's TV New Zealand. I could just move to New Zealand and watch can, it, I guess. You can watch it on their website if you're in New Zealand or if you have a VPN making it look like you're in New Zealand. Right on, yeah. man. I really, really badly want to see New Zealand. Me too. I just think it looks fucking awesome. Yeah. Is Let's there as much stuff that kills you down there as there is in Australia? I think, I think there's, there's less, less. Less killing uh, things. Yeah. yeah. It seems less murdery than there, Australia. There are penguins. Ooh, I like those. Coast, yeah. Yeah. It just looks gorgeous. And of course, I'm just going to say the thing that every white person says Ever since I saw Lord of the Rings, I've been really interested to see it. Because it does just look fucking gorgeous. It looks great. It looks yeah. awesome, man. Very good stuff. You know why man. it looks great? What's We're it? not all down there. Oh, yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Americans haven't gone down there and shit it up Somebody yet. from New Zealand listening right now just said, exactly. <laughs> we need to build a wall. We need to build a wall around New Zealand. Now, I'm just going to say for our Kiwi listeners, uh-huh. at least to me, I can't speak for you, Steve. I cannot discern between an Australian and a New Zealand accent. I can. You can? I can, yeah. Okay, well, during this episode, it's, if I if I quote a line and it has the wrong accent, uh-huh. I'm sorry. I'm very dumb. I was homeschooled. The Australian is like an evil version of the New Zealand accent. Oh, wow. Yeah. Is that I'm so? Quote, I'm just quoting Flight of the Concord. <laughs> oh, okay, perfect. It's like an evil version of accent. <laughs> <laughs> I love the New Zealander accent. I do though. too. It's I so love just charming and fun. Too, yeah, you do know what? Too. I like every accent really. I think I probably do too. I, I liked any interesting version of English. Now there's some weird, weird accents that you get towards the coastal, like southeast. Yeah. Like you ever talked to somebody from Carolina that had that baby talk uh-huh. kind of accent? Yeah. What the fuck is up with that? I, it's Boy, it's it like is, baby talk. Yeah, and you'll talk to these like grown men. Well, I mean, like uh, they, they talk like babies. In New Orleans, it's pretty similar, but with a ha ha in the background. <laughs> yeah, it somehow sounds it's way a more little cool. bit of baby talk with a ha ha. <laughs> it's like if you just sprinkled some zatarans <laughs> yeah. on top of baby talk. I guess you get. Emily Gossie says bam. bam. Then, boom. <laughs> oh, now we're baby talking now. <laughs> <laughs> 
and we just offended everybody. Oh, people in New Orleans aren't listening. They're out partying and showing their boobs. Yeah, they're getting drive-through fucking daiquiris and stuff yeah. like that. Awesome. I, I'll, hey, I'll make fun of ourselves real quick too, just so we're all covered. I was telling Steve this before we started recording the show. Uh-huh. I uh, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I'm a man who doesn't have a lot of free time. So very often I'll yeah. listen to podcasts at like 1.5 speed. I've heard of people doing this. I've never done it. Yeah, I mean it takes a little bit of a little bit more concentration depending sure. on the show. But that's okay. It keeps me focused in. Yeah. I, uh, I I was going through one of our back episodes, I think, to like see if we'd done a certain quiz or something uh-huh. like that. And I realized that I still had it on 1.5 speed, mm-hmm. but our show just sounded totally normal. Yeah. Because <laughs> Southern guys our, talk 1.5 times slower than everybody. Southern monotone. Yeah. Just, yeah. So... Yeah, if you want to save some time, you can put us on like 1.5. Sure. It just blows by at normal rate. Or if you need help going to sleep, slow it down to half speed. <laughs> oh, man. Then it's like we're on ludes or something, I guess. <laughs> then it's like we're Matthew McConaughey. Well, then it's like me all listening right, to the conversations right, right. over Thanksgiving on Thursday. Yeah. When I was Everything's just like, a fucking whoa, lab rat. Whoa, whoa. Oh, dude. I don't remember anything anybody <laughs> talked about. I think I was just so focused on not freaking out. That all external forces I was just ignoring. <laughs> I bet a lot of people tried talking to me and I just like stared, stared at them yeah. or just didn't respond. Uh-huh. Just looked down or something. Yeah. I bet it happened a lot of times. God. I won't Can be you doing imagine that again. how many people you've met that were that high and you walk away thinking they're a goddamn weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> and they think like three hours later when they're less high, like, fuck, man, I looked like a weirdo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did I just fucking freak out in front of that guy <laughs> damn it that's a good question now steve this is of course our final movie that we're doing for, for our no vampire annual no vampire where we do only vampire flicks chosen by our dead and lovely listeners over on our facebook fan page where can that's they find the, that thing uh facebook yeah oh they can find it on facebook yeah Perfect. Just go look 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 on facebook just try the dead and lovely horror movie podcast yeah just try looking I encourage people just to fucking try. I get you know me- dude, I get messages from people so many times. It's like, hey, where can I find your cover of Tornado of Souls? Like, I don't have know. Try tried typing looking? in yeah. Ben Eller Tornado of Souls cover. You probably find it. I don't have any more AOL discs. I don't have any more minutes. <laughs> My 700 free hours are up, man. It sucks. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, so anyway, it's our, our final No Vampire for this year. And so I think before we step into our review portion of what we do in the shadows, which is just one of my fucking favorite vampire yeah, movies, yeah, so great. I'd like to uh, I like to do two things. What's that? I'd like to I'd like to crack open another delicious beer. Oh, I would like for that to happen as well. And I'd also like to take a BuzzFeed quiz with Shelby Heinrich to find out what kind of vampire we're most like. This is a new quiz that was just posted October fifteenth. 20 and 18. I want to find this out, and while we do that, let's consume this. This is a this is a special one. I've never had this before. This is a Hitachino Nest, product of Japan, red rice ale. It's got a, an owl on it. It has a cute little owl. My wife will love it. It's from the Kiyuchi Brewery, product of Japan. This thing has come a long ways to be swilled up by some redneck scum like us. <laughs> it's a 7% alcohol ale brewed with red rice. Okay. This should be interesting. I look forward to finding out about this. This is one that Kate brought home from old Merchants of Beer. Yeah, Merchants of Beer. In, in downtown, uh, downtown Knoxville. Knoxville. Go check it out if you're in the area. 
Yeah, tons of beers on tap and tons of beers you can take home. Also, wine on tap and a full bar. Hell yeah. Ooh, it's kind of a coppery color. Oh, damn. It's very, it's very Very red. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. It seems to be like a very fine bubble, almost like a champagne or something like that. Oh. What's that smell like? What's that smell? What's that smell like? (laughs) Dookie. No. (laughs) It smells good. Oh, sweet. I hope it's not like a red ale. I typically don't like red ales very much. A lot of Japanese beers I've had are just basically very mild, kind of pilsnery, kind of drinkable it a, beers. It is a red ale, but there's something to it that's a bit different. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, like the initial taste up front. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, it's, it's a red smoky ale. smoky flavor to it. It kind of does. It kind of does. On the after, The aftertaste is actually really interesting. Yeah, something in the aftertaste actually kind of reminds me of, um, like a like a green tea ice cream kind of flavor. Or oh, something. okay, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, what do they call it? Is it mochi? Uh huh. The ice cream in the paper. Yeah, yeah. The rice paper stuff. Yeah, it stuff's good. Interesting. It seems to have some little floaters and stuff floating around in there too. Oh, mine does anyway. It's the bottom of the All bottle. The way from I don't Japan. know if yours does. Brought us some little floaters, floaters from the far east. <laughs> That's interesting. I it gotta, is. I gotta have some more of that to decide yeah. if I like it. I but think it, it would go. I could probably pair it well with some food. Yeah. Yeah. This seems like it would go well with some meat. Mmm. Maybe a yakitori. Yeah. Ooh. That's I'm on right. board. Well, let's uh, let's get down to the bottom of this beer and let's get down to the bottom of this quiz right now, Steve. I'm looking forward to finding out what kind of vampire we are. Now, Finally. Steve, I need you to pick a spooky pet. Okay. Not a spooky pet. No. It's it needs to be spooky. Yeah, spooky. You get a black cat. Gotcha. You get a tarantula, Yucko. a snake, mm. or a rat. I'm going to go with black cat because the other three gross me out. You know what? Yeah, tarantulas are absolutely revolting. I am not a snake man myself. And rats, it just seems like keeping vermin as a pet. Yeah, I'm no Ron Weasley. I'm not going to keep a rat. No, I know that those things are actually full-grown men that watch you masturbate. <laughs> oh, that's... It's oh, strange. It's I never strange. thought about that. How many times that scabbers watched? Because Ron probably masturbated a lot. He's probably the most of about any of them. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Akio Kleenex <laughs> <laughs> was overheard in the boys' dormitory. <laughs> I'm gonna, you know, I guess given these choices though, I'm gonna go with a rat. I had a gerbil when I was a kid. That's pretty fucking close to a rat. Yeah. The gerbil's just a mildly cuter rat. Let's be Yeah, I had a hamster. Honest. It's Yeah, it's just a rat with a short tail. I was going to say, a hamster is an even cuter gerbil. Yeah. You know? They're at least, like, hilariously rotund. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Gerbils are just like, eh, that could just be a rat. You, may, you might have a rat. With slightly nicer fur. Uh, ben, pick a castle to live in. Oh, boy. We got that castle that's on that island in France. This is kind of a visual thing. Oh, really? Like, you know what that is? Yeah, yeah, you can walk out to it when the tide's low, and then when the tide's up, it's a it's an island. That sounds sick. I can't sick. remember what it's called. Uh, then we have what just looks like a traditional medieval yeah. French castle. English castle. Uh, it's an English castle, isn't it? It is. I bet Buttercrust generously would just... Buttercrust. Buttercrust oh, generously. It's me, Buttercrust generously. Welcome to Shea Buttercrust. <laughs> 
Then we have just sort of a, a run-down-looking gothic castle. That looks cool. And then uh, another run-down-looking, I don't know, maybe Middle Eastern type of Yeah, it's kind of hard thing. to tell with that one. Yeah. The picture's a little too small. Um, what do you pick, man? I'm going to go with this one on the bottom left, the gothic-looking one, because yeah. it kind of reminds me of like, Bram Stoker's or Castlevania, Yeah, which is totally where I would hang. That sounds sick. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick this this French island castle. That sounds pretty cool. Mm-hmm. You got to be really careful about when you invite guests. What if you had somebody over, and they walked across that that strait, uh-huh. and then it's like they're really wearing out their welcome. It's okay now. It's time for you to go. Oh no, you can't walk back now. Wow, that'd be very interesting. Guess you have to swim home. See ya. <laughs> I guess so. You know, if you have a castle, it kind of sounds away. like the story to the woman in black if it was told from the woman in black standpoint mm. this asshole shows up to her house yeah it's stuck there but that have you seen the woman in yeah, black it's not very yeah, good it's not very good it's got harry potter in it who does have Akio kleenex <laughs> 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 all right steve i need you to pick a city to live in okay new york mm-hmm. amsterdam Old New York once was New Amsterdam. Oh, why they changed it? I can't say. Must have mm. liked it better than that. London or Hotlanta? Oh, man. Well, if I wanted to live in Hotlanta, I'd just do it. Yeah, it's I mean, pretty It's, pretty it's a pretty lateral move yeah. from Knoxville. <laughs> man, when was the last time you were in Atlanta? Um, It's been a couple of years, but that place has gotten gigantic. It is fucking huge yeah it has become the hollywood of the east coast yeah i used to have a lot of family in the area yeah uh they moved to alabama mm-hmm. so don't really have much reason to go there now yeah dude the last time i went to atlanta it was just like what the fuck this is like new york city traffic yeah it's insane yeah. there's a lot of cool stuff the traffic there. down there's terrible oh jesus it's awful have you ever been down to the high museum though yes it's awesome. Uh, we the go on our trip. Yeah, together. yeah, we we went together. Tight. Yeah, yeah it was awesome, man. Um, out of these, gosh, I'm gonna say Amsterdam. Try something new out. Try, yeah, try something new out. You know, Leeds I hear there's a lot there. of there's a lot of small differences over there. Yeah, yeah, they. Uh, you know, um, if you want to order a quarter pounder with cheese, yeah, you know what you say. I don't know what do they say. Uh, I want to order a quarter pounder with cheese, and they say okay because they understand English. Interesting. Yeah. They'd get what you mean. But they might call it a Royale with cheese. Who knows? Yeah, who knows, really? <laughs> hmm. But they do put mayonnaise on everything. That is just gross. Yeah. I'm not into that. I think of these choices. Yeah, Atlanta's too busy. London, I couldn't stand all that rain and gray, y'all. I'd like to visit, but I yeah. couldn't I couldn't live there. Well, I was thinking of the political climate in England not being any better than ours. Well, <laughs> maybe <laughs> that's just too. like eh, I would love to visit London, but live there, I don't know. If I lived in Amsterdam, I can't even tell you how quickly I would get tired of waking up every morning with Sammy Hagar in my head singing, Wham, bam, Amsterdam. It would be nonstop. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. And it's like, even if it was the greatest place in the world, I'd be yeah. like, I can't deal with this on the daily. So I'm going to go with, I'm gonna go with New York of these yeah, choices right here. that's a here. great choice. Yeah, New York is a, a hip and happening town. It is. It's just, I, you know, like... They have an attitude in New York that is not my favorite. I like <laughs> I, I, I like confrontation as much as the next guy, but man, New York's just needly, needlessly confrontational I about mean, everything. There's some people just looking to fucking fight up there, I guess. Hey, you you didn't fold your pizza right, guy. Hey, <laughs> raise original, in. raise the ripoff. Am I right? Yeah. Uh. God, we're just. 
we're losing fans. Everybody. Left and right. This is awful. We're like, you know what sucks everywhere? Fuck you guys. <laughs> you know who sucks people? Oh, shit. I forgot to mention this. Uh, yeah. Things I did on Thanksgiving. I watched uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre hosted by Joe Bob Briggs Say on what? Shudder. I've heard with, that, dude, I've heard his stuff on there. It's awesome. He's so good. Uh, I watched it with the Latours on Facebook. We were oh, no commenting shit. back and forth on it. It was real fun. We were that all was drinking probably and watching a good time, Texas man. Chainsaw Massacre. Those Latours are, are good folks yep. right there. Good people. Very cool. Was it the best? It was yeah, it was so fun. Dude, I can't wait to cover TCM two on the show. Yes. That is a cracked out movie. It's so Holy crazy. Holy shit, man. <laughs> Speaking of cracked out, Dennis Hopper in that movie. <laughs> oh my god, dude. <laughs> All right, Steve. We got to uh, we got to pick a cemetery to hang out in. Again, this okay. is kind of a visual in here. Yeah, the first one looks a little derelict, a little broken down. Maybe it does it does the second one here is like very, very moody, very yeah. drab. And it looks older but upkept. It does yeah. slightly nicer. One here on the bottom left looks like a, a Victorian, yeah, kind of an Opeth cover. It does. And then the one in the bottom right kind of looks like Pet Cemetery. Yeah, or the uh, <laughs> the bogs where they they walk through Lord of the Rings, where all yeah. the souls are in the water. Uh-huh. What is that place called? I can't remember. I can't remember. It's time is to it? watch those fucking movies again. Though, yeah, dude. it is. It's, it's almost Christmas, and I've been thinking about it a lot. Uh huh. Yeah, gotta watch that trilogy. Where are you hanging out of these? Um, man, I like that Opeth Cemetery. That looks, looks like nice. the type of place you could walk around, enjoy yourself. I'm gonna go with that top right choice, the upkept, yeah, really spooky one. It kind of looks like, it looks like somewhere that they'd shoot a video for him. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I I like uh, cemeteries. I always have not not in the like Wednesday Adams type of way, but yeah, just like they're really calm and stuff. And um, I I lived near one next to one growing right. up for a yeah. long time, and I used to walk around it all the time. Um, Wake the dead. In Charleston, South Carolina, there are a number of graveyards that have graves from like the 17th century. Wow! And they have like skulls and crossbones on them. Oh, sick! Like yeah, I've, I've taken so many pictures because uh, I've been there a few times, even before my wife and I got together. But then we went there on our honeymoon and our first year anniversary. Yeah, I love that city. So Charleston's great. a cool fucking place. It man. is. That's see, we like that place. That's true. If you guys <laughs> aren't on our shit list. I bet we don't have a single listener in Charleston. <laughs> look on if the we have any Charleston like, listeners, no let us know. <laughs> All right, what do we got next here, Steve? Pick a goblet to drink blood out of. Okay, God, cool. Pass. All kinds of choices here. Uh, we got like a, a blue glass with uh, some sort of like Again, it looks like a, a, hymn, a hymn video prop. Really. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Uh, we have a, a smoky glass that has sort of a, a a ball on the stem. Kind I of guess. a typo negative video yeah, prop. There we yeah. go. Uh, then just some crystal with a, a little like a little pebbling design. Thing, yeah. yeah. And then uh, a very ornate golden type of uh, glass. I can't really tell what the yeah, design it's is. It's a cup of Christ. Yeah, it's more it's more of a cup of Christ type of goblet. What do you think, Ben? I think of these, I think I'm going to go with that first and that bluish one. I think that, I'll keep with the hymn theme here. I'm yeah. just going to keep going with that. <laughs> How many more years is it before the singer of hymn just looks like Grima Wormtongue from Lord of the Rings? It can't be many. No many years? Is it like right now? I think it's right now. It's right now. Right now. <laughs> hey, it's your tomorrow. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with that smoky black one. That one looks It looks fun. pretty nice. Yeah, it and it looks like nice. maybe kind of like a butt plug. Oh, okay. So multiple uses yeah, there. Yeah, get a second use out of it. Okay. 
All right, Steve. Next, we have got to pick a Halloween-themed treat. It looks like there's some... What is that? The pigs, pigs in a blanket, blanket or something? Yeah. Pigs in a blanket. I don't know. Oh, they they look like mummies. Okay, that's that's why it's Halloween. Oh, uh, okay. I don't know what the second one is. Um, that looks like some sort <laughs> it's of a visual quiz. Sorry, guys. Some sort of p- pie with ghosts on ghosts it. Ghosts on it. Yeah. There's some cookies that are shaped like bats and, and jack o' lantern stuff. It looks like truffles. Yeah, or, or just duty with bat wings on it. Duty with bat wings. Yeah. We Wasn't that the Smashing Pumpkins album? Oh yeah, I think that's right. Duty, duty with bat wings. Yeah. <laughs> what's what's your treat of choice here? I want that duty with bat wings. I love me a truffle. <laughs> I'm gonna go with a pig in a blanket. Okay. You know what? Pigs dude, and blankets are good. Just yeah. some trashy, low quality meat wrapped in crescent roll dough. Dip it in some some spicy mustard. You man. know, I don't. I just I just oh, take yeah, you it don't straight like mustard. in. That's I'm right. not about that. Yeah. You I'll just go with it. that mustard life. That ain't me, man. That ain't me. That ain't me. It ain't, it ain't me. me. <laughs> I ain't no senator. Song. I don't like no spicy brown mustard. No. <laughs> oh no. Somebody got lumberjack on my rock star. Yeah, that's what happened. John they Fogarty. made John Fogerty. Uh huh. Choose a token from your human life, Ben. Ah, okay. An old locket. We see that Ooh, in this movie. Yeah, we do. A diamond ring. A diamond ring. Worn photographs. Okay. Look at this photograph. An MP3 player. Which is also... Look at this photograph. That's all that would be on it for me. <laughs> I'd play that on repeat. You know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with an MP3 player. Yeah, it's a good choice. I swore to myself I would have an iPod the entire rest of my days. Yeah. And now it's like it's been years since I used my iPod because I just stream everything on Spotify. Yeah. If you have Spotify and you have unlimited data, fuck it. Yeah, go for it. Why not? It's the best. It's the fucking mm. best. So. And you don't have to choose. No. That is, I mean, that's because I'll, I'll usually the only times I'll really sit and listen to music is if I'm just drinking okay like if i if like well and then it's, it's star good all the time yeah and then it's just so it's good just i drink alone not yeah. on repeat. actually it's usually heart abba uh fleetwood Ooh. mac um or uh hip-hop okay <laughs> right on just uh i have a hip-hop playlist it's like 400 songs long and I just put it on Tight. put it on random yeah that sounds like a good plan right yeah. there uh but in this case Boy, I, I'd want some worn photographs. Yeah? Yeah. I would take a photograph of somebody when I met them and then like just fuck it fuck it up a little bit, oh, okay. make it look worn. Yeah, distress it a little yeah. bit. It's a good choice. And then, and then later when they leave, I'd just look at it longingly. Oh, yeah. It's been so long. This is another hymn video, isn't it? It is. <laughs> it's called It's Been So Long. <laughs> yeah. All right, Steve, pick a vampire ability. Okay. You get to choose one. You get to have eternal life. Mm. Super strength. Yeah, that's cool. Super speed. That's also cool. Or a mind control. Hmm. Mm. Uh, I I think mind control is probably high up there for a lot of people, but for me, it's like I mean, I have enough trouble controlling myself. I don't have to also be in charge of other people. <laughs> well, it's the power to control your own mind. Oh shit! That that's sounds great. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I could definitely use that. Um, Get a lot more done. Super strength would be cool. Yeah. Um. Cause you know you could you could do that old thing where you like lift something real heavy, like and you look all wimpy and stuff. Cause yeah. they don't look strong, them vampires. No, you could lift something real heavy and then dare somebody else to lift it. And then when they were trying to lift it, you bite the fuck out of their neck. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I wonder how long it would take before that wasn't cool. 
uh, two nights. Okay, I think. two nights. And the second time you did it, you'd be like, God, I'm done with this. Should have gone with another ability. Was, this is why I'm not picking Eternal Life. Yeah. I'm going to go with Super Speed. <laughs> I think I would actually go with Eternal Life. Yeah? I, I never have enough time for anything that I want to do. I get so bored. I, I, I it would I only would. be good if it was Eternal Life and you were excessively rich. Well, yeah. Eternal Life and poor, it's like, that's hell. That's what that is. If you had that much time, though, there's got to be a way that you could figure out the richness. Well, I mean, I guess you're going to be killing a lot of people and taking their money and shit. Yeah. Probably or, don't have to work. You know, you, you just sink some money into a uh, something with a decent interest rate. Let so the time yeah. pass. Bitcoin. Yeah, exactly. You Bitcoin it. It's exactly <laughs> what you do. All right, Steve. I just found out what kind of vampire I am. Yeah. What is what is it? You is classic vampire. Oh shit! Dracula, Nosferatu. Those are your true friends. It be nice seeing an OG. Hats off to you. It actually says it be nice it being be an nice. OG. It be nice. That's pretty tight. Mm-hmm. Who are you? I'm a vampire from Twilight. <laughs> it kind of sucks not ever being able to sleep, but hey, at least you can safely be out in the daytime. Plus, you get to sparkle. What more could you ask for? You know, that's true. It's pretty true. One way, like, as long as I get to shine, yeah. I, I'm fine. Shine on, you crazy diamond. Mm-hmm. I would just like to express my disappointment that it has been two years that our fans have been able to choose for us to cover Twilight. And they won't. They won't choose it. You know what? I guess they like us or something. <laughs> They're I mean, like, I don't want to put them through that. I guess so, but man, I want to hate talk the shit out of that, that stupid That would be movie. fun. That would be fun. But it's also fun to talk about good vampire movies, and there are a ton of them. There are a lot of those. this is one of the best. That's the thing about it, man, is like, okay, this is the first all-out comedy we've ever done yeah. on the show. Yeah, so I'm, I've been a little apprehensive yeah. about doing an all-out comedy on the show. But yeah, because as we said, we like, can't avoid discussing this comedy... Kills it. Yeah, it's kind of like yep. getting good at bowling. <laughs> where it's just like, cool, so you take all the fun out of something that's just relaxing yeah, and enjoyable. Just Great fun. idea. Yeah. Great fucking idea. But this movie is... You know, not only just a completely successful comedy that does have some some gore and some horror elements to it, it's also just a great, very comprehensive vampire movie that I think... That knows vampire movies. It does. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Whereas there's a lot of these other things that we've watched where it's like, man, you know, this fucks with the lore in some kind of really stupid way. Didn't get it. Yeah, exactly. Or again, they sparkle or do something stupid. Yeah. This movie really gets vampire lore and i think respects it yeah and draws uh very obviously from a lot of different influences and it's just overall a very successful vampire movie it also just happens to be funny as fuck now i assume this wasn't the first time you've seen this no no i I saw it uh the year it came out and i've seen it a number of times since my wife loves it she will quote things from it all the time especially the turn me cock into a snake not cool. Not cool. I think there's like a piece of rice in the bottom of my cup. Oh, shit. Do you see that? What is yeah, that? Yeah, that looks like a piece of rice. <laughs> I'm just going to try to remove that. <laughs> no, so you saw it the year that it came out, and I yeah. assume you've seen it multiple times. Yeah, since I've then. seen it multiple times since. I, I watched it like four times uh, leading up to this. Cause awesome. It's not even a chore to watch. No, like, it's also like short. It's, it's like short. It's 82 hour? minutes. Wow, so 82 wow. minutes with, with the, the credits and everything. Hour like, 22. Yeah. So it doesn't wear out its welcome, and it's just so fun. I watched yeah. this 
Let's see. I didn't see it in theaters, but our friends Lindsay and Thomas showed it to us after it came out, like on streaming. They're yeah. like, oh my God, you guys have to watch this movie. Like, they saw it and they were instantly like, yeah, you guys are going to fucking love this movie. Yeah, it's so great. So we watched it over there and just loved it. Absolutely loved it. I think we'd been partying stuff a little bit though. So yeah. there's a lot of this that I had forgotten. Partying like a rock star? Maybe a little bit like oh, okay. one. Maybe we did. And so there's a lot of this movie that I had forgotten. Like, I'd totally forgotten about the whole character of Deacon. Yeah. You know? So watching this again the other night for the show was, in a lot of ways, like watching it the first time. And it's so fucking great. Now, for, for those of you guys who don't know, well, you know, for one, I don't know. This isn't kind of this isn't like a spoilerific kind of movie or anything like that. But yeah, if I you've mean, not seen it, just go fucking watch it. It's so fucking Yeah, go, for real. I think it's on... Uh, I watched it on Prime. I yeah, think. I think Amazon Prime. Yeah, and um, yeah, man. Even just like right from the beginning, like the beginning title credits God. are so good. The cold open is about five to eight minutes. It's pretty long. It's pretty long, and it's it's just <laughs> it really sets the tone for the movie when it's it's just vampires having normal roommate yeah. arguments. Yeah, cuz basically this movie is a is a mockumentary in uh-huh. the style of let's say best, uh, in show. best in show, yeah, Spinal Tap, Spinal Tap any yeah. of those Christopher Guest things where you're watching it and it feels like a documentary or you know, The Office if you yeah. look at it that way too. Feels like a documentary, but the whole thing is fake. But it's not a super scripted thing. It's a very heavily improvised yeah, they had, thing. I mean, they had a full script, but yeah, they they would just let the actors improvise yeah. and, and try to lead them in a particular direction to get what they needed out yeah. of the scene. Which I'm a huge fan of, and that's something that the Christopher Guest flicks rely on very heavily, too. Yeah. Do you have a, a favorite of those? Um, I don't know. I mean, Best in Show's really good. Best in Show's really fucking funny, yeah. man. A Mighty Wind is so good. A Mighty Wind, yeah. I mean, yeah. the stereotypical thing for me to say is Spinal, well, spinal Tap. Spinal yeah, It's about obviously. metal and stuff, and well, it, it is... It is great. It is a gem, but the other ones probably have, like, more laugh-out-loud yeah. funny parts in them. Yeah, Best in Show has a ton of them. Oh, man. Uh-huh. It's so good. It's so good. So, yeah, you're right. You get the cold open right there where it's just kind of introducing us to our, our mm-hmm. main vampire flatmates. Yeah, we got, uh, we got Viago. Who is Taiko Atiti? Three hundred and seventy-nine years 379 young. Three hundred seventy-nine years young. We got Deacon, who is one hundred and eighty-three. Yeah. he's the youngest of the the ones we get introduced to in the beginning. Vlad, played by Jermaine, Jermaine Clement, Clement from Flight, Flight of the, the Concords. God, yeah. I love him so much. He's so great. And I'll tell you what, man, he looks so goddamn swarthy with yeah. that goatee mustache uh-huh. combination. My God, because without uh-huh. it, he just looks like goofy Kiwi guy. Yeah. He looks so swarthy in this movie. He's a badass. He is great. Um, <laughs> and we also have... Oh, sorry. Oh, he's 862. Right. He's very old. And he's, he's basically Vlad the Impaler. And then we got Peter, <laughs> who is 8,000 years old. Yeah. He's been around a while. And he's kind of the Count Orlock. Yeah, he's type. the Nosferatu. Like, yeah, each of these come from... Viago comes from... Uh, interview with a vampire. Yeah, he's very much that like yeah. Victorian era romancey. Yeah, 
kind of dude. Deacon is is definitely inspired by the Lost Boys. He does that sort of uh, spaghetti turns into worms. Basketti. Basketti. Yeah, and he's kind of like badass and kind of uh, he's kind of the the young punk, the cool guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely very much influenced by yeah Lost Boys. And Vl- Vlad is from Bram Stoker's Dracula. I mean, oh, yeah. the first introduction of him is him in a bed with like his. Harrods, yeah, and it's like the red silk sheets all twisted, uh, and, and it's, it's like on, on the, the wall, si- on the wall, like it is in <laughs> Bram Stoker's Dracula. And then he like opens the door and closes it, and everything's yeah. totally normal. He's like, "We're having a flat meeting in fifteen minutes." Uh-huh. He's like, "Make it 20. <laughs> <laughs> now, Ben, if there, there, there is, of course, Nick who comes along later. Yeah, but if somebody were to ask me to give you a a a quick synopsis of this movie, yeah. I would say. It's about an IT guy named oh Stu, my God, Stu who becomes friends with some vampires and then turns into a werewolf. Stu is the jewel of this uh-huh. fucking movie. He's he's so great. And he didn't know that he had a big role in the movie. Yes. They told him basically that he was just going to be standing there for some scenes and he would have a few lines. And it wasn't Amazing. until he saw the movie in the theater that yeah. he realized that he had one of the biggest roles big in the movie. Part. That's yeah. hysterical and I didn't know about that whenever <laughs> I watched this. Like but because like Stu is a he's like an IT guy. Yeah. And, and they he found says it a number of times. Yeah. And they found like an actual IT guy. Well, it's uh, Taiko Atiti's friend from uh high school. They've been God. friends since high school and he just That's loves so Stu. Funny. And he said in the director's commentary, he says, it's really a movie just about how cool Stu is. But the funny thing about it is, is like, <laughs> Stu is just totally the most, like, boring, normal guy yeah, ever. He's just a normal dude. He's just like, yeah. Right? Yeah. But to All the right. vampires, he's, like, the fucking coolest. He's the coolest Everybody guy. loves Stu. He's the rightest guy I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> even, like, Nick, when he's a human, just loves uh-huh. Stu. Yeah. And it's like, why? Like, Nick is such a fucking flighty idiot. <laughs> But Stu is like his dude. Yeah. And Nick. Stu, like, I have known so many different Stews in real life. Oh, yeah, me too. I've met 100 people that are they, that guy. You know what? They're good dudes, too. They that, are. You know what, though? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you don't have to worry about them fucking up your house. No. You know, you, you could leave $500 sitting next to them. They're not going to take it. No. No. Huh? Nothing's ever going to come back in and be like, oh, there's your money. Yeah. <laughs> there was a Stu. I think one of the first Stews that I knew was a guy that initially played bass for a band that i invaded oh and then i made the decision to fire him <laughs> i fired him uh-huh. and then he would still come to every show to like help us load gear and stuff what i know what a even though guy. i'm a fucking asshole well but we he's a stew that. he's a stew he's a stew so he's a great dude I mean, the world needs it's more stews. It's that his name is also stew. Yeah. Like, you have a stew, it's like, yeah, this is all right. Yeah. This good. is good. I feel, I feel comforted. Yeah. <laughs> God, dude. It's so funny. But yeah, the cast in this, man, Viago, you know, again, that's, that's Tycho, right? Yeah, the director? Uh-huh. I don't think that I knew that until after yeah. I, I watched the movie. I was like, oh, damn, that's yeah. actually Tycho. Same yeah. guy that did fucking Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, uh, this is co-directed by Tycho Atiti and Jermaine Clement. Basically, yeah. they both did a whole bunch. Uh, it's technically thirdly co-directed oh. by Jackie Van Beek, who plays, who plays Jackie. Jackie. Because she 
uh, directed a lot of her scenes. And that's Deacon's familiar, basically Deacon's familiar. the, the yeah. human woman that does Deacon's yeah. bidding, right? She was bef- like, you know, they wanted her in this. She's a, uh, an actress, but she's also a playwright and a director. Really? Yeah. So she's got like a huge background. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And she's uh, maybe, I mean, Stu is like the best. Yeah. But she's she gives maybe the best performance in the movie. She probably does. Yeah. Yeah. Because she is she's like very uh subservient and stuff to yeah. Deacon because she just thinks being a vampire is the coolest. But at yeah. the time same time she's getting constantly more and more tired of him not turning her and giving her yeah. eternal life. And she's and stuff. getting older and she doesn't want to be an old vampire. She yeah. wants to be a vampire in her younger days. If you were gonna be a vampire and you were gonna get fucking bit and stay the same form. Uh-huh. Forever, which P.S. I love how Vladislav, played by Jermaine Clement, says he got turned when he was 16, and he uh-huh. was like, "Life was a lot harder back then." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is so funny though, because you see these pictures of like king, Yo, kings yeah. and princes, and it's like, "Oh, he was 17," and it's like, "He looks like he's 50." He looks 50, yeah. What the fuck? But I mean, in the 80s, even you see people in the yeah. 80s, and it's like that dude right there is 20. Yeah, he looks 75. It's crazy. I'm going to uh, crack open this next beer here real yeah. quick. What do we got? We've got ourselves a Cypher Porter, which is by the fine folks over at Bearded Beard Iris, Iris, which is right here in Nashville. Well, right outside of here in Nashville, Tennessee. We've had many a Bearded Iris product on this show, and I love what they do. Me too. They started getting more like national attention and stuff. Like I oh, see good. people like from other parts of the country drinking Bearded Iris stuff. So soon people will be calling them sellouts. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> I really like their... Uh, their homestyle IPA, and there's that yeah. other one that the notorious RDM gifted us. That was that. Oh yeah, vanilla fudge or whatever it was. Yeah, that was so good. Fuck, this is that was so good. Now this is a porter, but it's only like four point six. Okay. So I imagine it's a fairly light porter. It still looks like about ten W thirty. Yeah, it going looks into heavy. This cup. Still <laughs> pretty heavy. I look forward to checking it out. Winter is porter time. It's like time. you might need an oil change. Yeah. Like, the first beer that we had was, like, the opposite of this, yeah. I think. The lightest thing in the world. This yeah. is, like, This looks oil. pretty stout, man. But, you know, this this time of year, this kind of weather, this is when you have yeah. these kinds of beers, you know? A you, meal in a can. Yeah, exactly. Mm. You need the, the calories and the thickness to sustain you. What's that about? It smells like a porter. It smells dank it and like dark. tastes like a porter, but it's real light. Interesting, really. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that porter, like that that strong bitterness and that, like, smoky, burnt sort of flavor. But It it's, has it's kind like, of, yeah. It's real light, though. Yeah, that's odd. Usually, with a beer with that much flavor, after you swallow it, you expect it to feel like you just ate, like, two slices of pumpernickel. Right. <laughs> but that goes down actually shockingly light. Super smooth. But there's still a fuck ton of flavor in that. Yeah. Good Lord, there's so much that's flavor. Good. Yeah, like you said, it does have a... A smoky, burnt, almost like whenever you you uh, taste a really good dark roasted coffee bean yeah. uh-huh. and just kind of chew it up, just that kind of darkness and bitterness mm-hmm. you get when you Jesse Spano it and eat yeah. coffee grounds, you know? Oh man, I love chocolate covered coffee. It's fucking good, like those espresso coffee beans. beans, espresso beans, yeah. Uh, so but good. yeah, you got to be careful with those. I'll eat yeah. a, you eat a handful of those. You've taken like four or five espresso <laughs> shots. <laughs> That's really, really good. Bearded Irish just doesn't fuck up. Man. No, they don't. Really, um, really fantastic. All right. So I want to talk a little bit about the the production. Yeah, please I, do. I don't know anything about it. So this is based on a 2005 short film. That, oh, really? Yeah. It was called What We Do in the Shadows, Interviews with Some Vampires. <laughs> 
<laughs> it all, had all the same guys in it, except Peter wasn't in it. Okay. Um. Anyway, they uh, decided, you know, they wanted to film it. They ended up filming a ton of footage. So much footage that they ended up editing three different movies. Now, I want to say I read in some trivia that they shot something like... 197 hours worth of footage. Yeah, just so like, much stuff. Ludicrous, insane yeah. amounts of footage. Yeah, um, they 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 did a, an edit that focused completely on jokes, just a, like a comedic, really? jokey movie. Yeah. Then they also did an edit where it focused on a story, and okay. then they, they came in and they mi- they mashed them together. They, they had like, enough footage right, that they could spin it either yeah. way. Really, and the, they do say in the director's commentary that. They think it would be fun to post that footage online and see what people can make out of it. I would absolutely love that. That would be cool. Yeah, because the thing is, is it's all so enjoyable that I'm sure even the stuff that got cut is probably just as great as the stuff that's in the movie. So I would I would watch as many recuts of this as humanly oh, yeah. possible. That would be so fun. Um, so what happened, interestingly, was that Jermaine Clement showed what we do in the shadows to his friend and... Uh, Awesome person, Kristen Shaw. Kristen Shaw is the voice of what's her name on Bob's Burgers? Louise on yeah. Bob's Burgers, and she also was in Flight of the Concords, and yeah. she's in everything. Last, Last Man, Man on, on Earth. Earth. Yeah, she's in so much stuff. She is hysterical. She is so funny. So and, funny. yeah, check out her stand-up specials. They're oh, so good? weird. Yeah. yeah, I love the stuff she does. But he showed it to her. He showed it to her, and she was like, at the end, basically like, really weren't any women in there oh and so they decided to expand jackie's role jackie's role originally basically sort of ended at the the kitchen or not the the dining room sequence at the beginning the basketti scene where she brings him the virgins and stuff yeah it was going to be all that she basically did in the movie yeah basically that was going to be it and so jermaine took the note to heart and was like okay yeah we should expand this role and so they expanded Jackie's role, and you'll notice that every scene aside from that dining room scene mm-hmm. that Jackie's in, the only other vampire in it is Deacon. So, because these like were the all done, these were all reshoots. That's so that they did afterwards. Because you don't notice at all. You don't notice it no. at all. They they play it very well, and she directed a lot of those reshoots. Wow! So, what a badass! She's yeah, awesome. She's she's great. In dealing with this, like in, in coming to it, they wanted to pay homage to some of their favorite vampire movies. Yeah. So we've already talked about a number of them. Inter- Interview with the Vampire, Lost Boys, Bram Stoker's Dracula, um, you know, Nosferatu. A little bit of Salem's Lot in there. A little bit of Salem's yeah. Lot in there. Pretty much all the greats, man. Some Blade. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. He dresses up like Blade to go to the yeah. club. Nick call, it says he's he's the vampire from Twilight. Yeah. You know that movie, Twilight? That's me. That's me. Uh, some <laughs> Buffy in there, I would say, with like the vampire hunter and stuff. Yeah. Um, They've definitely watched all of the best vampire movies and taken that stuff to heart. It It's really like... Yeah, it's tribute to it, but it's respectful at the same yeah, time. Yeah, it's very respectful, but also, like, you know, finds the humor. Like, they deal with what we've talked about before about how vampires get dressed. Like, yeah, dude. How they okay. see themselves in the mirror. Like, they deal with the invisibility problem. Yeah. And this is something that you and I had talked about 
Like yeah. while we were in college, like yeah. way before this movie came uh-huh. out, we talked about how the fuck do vampires get dressed? Yep. <laughs> like I imagined vampires walking around because you know, especially in that Elizabethan time, yeah, where they're wearing like all kinds of makeup and rouge and lipstick right. and powdery wigs. You, you're gonna look like shit if you can't see in the mirror. Those guys had to walk around just looking terrible all the time. But the I, way that they deal with it, dude, the, when it shows like, I think it's uh, Viago and Deacon are trying to demonstrate what one of Peter's outfits would look like. And they both have like a leg and a pair of trousers and yeah. they're holding up a shirt by like yeah. a hanger with a hat and walking down the hall together yeah. with it to demonstrate what it would look like. It's really funny. That's fucking hilarious, man. It's well, so good. Um, This movie actually made me finally research why uh, vampires can't see themselves in a mirror. Okay, so I've, we've this talked is one of about those it things. so many times. Yeah, and yeah. We, I've never just researched because a lot of our typical vampire myths are are based on a misunderstanding of the way that decomposition works. Like, yeah. even a lot of the stuff about them having fangs and and all this kind of stuff comes from the fact that you know, your gums recede. As yeah, corpses dry yeah. out, and the yeah the gums recede, and it makes it look like your nails are growing, uh, and, and you will get blood around the mouth as yeah you know, liquids yeah exactly start to settle in the body yeah yeah, yeah. people thought that meant that they were coming out of the grave and eating people man people be silly people be silly i don't think a fucking dog or a cat's ever thought of something that fucking dumb you know what but that's why we're intelligent because we can come up with that idea yeah whereas a dog or a cat would be like what the fuck it is what it is i guess this is what i am seeing is currently not what i normally see but it's fine i guess (laughs) i'll just go <laughs> okay, so where's the where's okay, the, uh, so the reflection thing? In this movie, they deal with the fact that vampires uh, can't handle silver, which yes. is not dealt with a lot in vampire movies. But that's an on again, off again thing in vampire yeah, lore. Yeah, it's something that you'll definitely anybody who plays RPGs that have undead in them know silver. Oh yeah, Use silver on the undead. <laughs> yeah, or holy anything. Or holy, holy yeah, like yeah. So vampire uh, are mirrors used to all be made of silver. Polished silver, that's Mm -hmm. right. Yep. So vampires couldn't see themselves in the mirror because they couldn't get near the mirror because it was silver. I wonder if it was like if they saw the reflection in silver, if it would, you know, hurt them or something like that. Yeah. That's interesting. I hadn't thought about that. But yeah, that is totally how old mirrors were made. Yeah. So now it doesn't make sense if they're just looking in a regular mirror that they can't see themselves. Yeah, new mirrors aren't made that way. Yeah. Now it just it's just a thing. Yeah, yeah. That they don't look in mirrors. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I did not know that. Yeah, this movie and this this is always to me a fun thing to discuss every time we talk about one of these vampire flicks, deals with vampire lore, I think in a very traditional way. I don't think that it tries to like let's say add new things into the mythos. No. Like we, we kinda talked about try to explain anything. No. Yeah. It just is exactly what you think it is. It's kinda like when we talked about uh let the right one in last week, how it's like, wow, it shows what happens when they go into somewhere that they're not invited. Yeah. It's not that they have to be invited in, it's that if they go into a place they're not invited, they'll, they'll start bleeding from bleeding every pore. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then of course we have movies like fucking Twilight and stuff like that that just try to invent new things in the vampire mythology that are based on absolutely nothing and fail spectacularly. Uh-huh. This movie kind of has all of the typical vampire stuff that you have grown to expect. Like you said, the, the fear of silver, uh-huh. uh, the lack of reflections. They say that the crew members are all wearing crucifixes to protect them. Yeah. 
bat fights, of course. We oh, all know dude. that from classic vampire lore. <laughs> yeah. Bat fights! Bat fights, dude. <laughs> yeah, they can transform. Yeah, they can transform. Jermaine can transform into several <laughs> Very things. Very badly. <laughs> but only poorly. He transforms oh, into a cat with normal human with face. With Jermaine face. God, it's so funny. But it's so funny, too, whenever they're, they're doing that stuff. And again, this kind of goes back to something they showed during the intro credits where... When they're talking about how uh, Vladislav used to be able to transform into all these things, yeah, and it's showing all these old like medieval woodcuts and yeah. stuff of like snakes with human faces. I love how they use so many like uh, old old photos yeah. to give it like this this uh, real documentary feel. Yeah, yeah. And, and make you feel like these characters in this film. You've yeah, they've seen, been around forever. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Or you've seen them in pieces of art. Like there, it shows uh-huh. some. Um, it shows like Saturn eating his children yeah, yeah. and the, a bunch of other the pieces. Degoya, 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 yeah. thank you, thank you. It shows a bunch of different pieces of art and yeah. again woodcuts and stuff like that. It makes you think that it's these characters that they're yeah. about, which is so fucking cool to me. But yeah, it's talking about how he used to have this power to transform, but now he fucks up all the faces and stuff. <laughs> so that's funny. so that's so funny and so dry. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. This is the driest humor. Yeah. Well, you- and that that's the thing about this too. That kind of goes back to what I was saying as far as like this really respects the vampire lore stuff and just doesn't you know steep to super low blow, low hanging fruit. Like, no. Like th- uh, for example, like if I was making this movie. I would be like, oh, and one of them should sparkle. Like, Twilight, am I right? Yeah. Like, they never even touch that. No, they don't. Nick says he's the vampire from Twilight, but yeah. Nick is dumb. Yeah, he's an idiot. Yeah. Nick Nick doesn't know where he fits in. Yeah. And he's trying to be like Deacon, and but this never there's has a whole story like going on there. Scary movie, easy laughs no. kind of stuff. No, no low blows or anything like that. No. I think, like, there aren't many, like pure jokes except for maybe um you know when jermaine says when they're looking up virgins on the internet he says i don't think she's a virgin if she's doing that (laughs) now why do you guys like to drink virgin blood oh god i (laughs) all right i have to read that because that is one of the greatest quotes ever god it's so funny jermaine he says so why do you guys like to eat drink uh, drink virgin blood and jermaine says this this is vlad think of it like this if you're gonna eat a sandwich you would just enjoy it more if you knew no one had fucked it. <laughs> you would. You Dude, would. Jermaine as Vladislav has some of my favorite <laughs> lines in the movie. When he's like, leave me alone to do my dark bidding. <laughs> on the internet. On the internet. Yeah. And he's on eBay, like, uh-huh. bid- literally bidding oh, on What a, are you bidding a on? Table. Oh, a table. <laughs> he's like, Vladislav has some very old-fashioned ideas. <laughs> We should get some slaves. <laughs> <laughs> he says it so happy, too. He's yeah. like, we should get some slaves. Like, this is a good idea, right? <laughs> God, he's so fucking funny in this, man. And he's also got the power to, uh, like, glamour people. Like, yeah, he's really them. good at controlling people's well, minds. Well, he, he used to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, until the Beast came along. And, and uh, we're led to believe, the documentary sort of leads us to believe the Beast is like this... Like really fearsome yeah, vampire, like but it's actually just his ex girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, who, who's kind of a bitch because she's not into him. Yeah, 
That's basically <laughs> She calls it. him asshole and he calls her the beast. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I love that every time he talks about it, it's like, it's so dramatic. Yeah. And then we finally meet her and it's just this cute Eastern European lady. Yeah, yeah pretty much. It shows all those like scary drawings uh-huh. of her and stuff too. Oh, God, it's so good. And her boyfriend at the... Ooh, what is with that guy? The Dracula The guy? Night Flyer. Have you ever seen that? Or no. read it? It's a Stephen King short story that I've was turned into a, a movie. It, th- that guy is obviously designed to look like the Night Flyer. Really? Like the, wide, the wide pointy nose yeah. and stuff? Yeah. That's funny. I was That was a real was deep like, reference. When I was like, the first few times I saw it, I was like, yeah. what is that? And then finally, when I was watching it, I was like, fuck, the night, that's the Night Flyer. That's and I funny. looked up the picture, and yeah, he looks so much like it. I knew that had to be referencing something, because yeah. he has such a specific mm-hmm. look about him. It's he like, looks so weird. Yeah. Yeah. That's so funny, man. Yeah, so they can glamour people and like get them to do what they want. Uh, they don't age. Again, as we said, they don't age after they've been yeah. bitten and stuff. They stay that same age. Which, which leads to that one part where they run into those two... Little girl vampires on the street. <laughs> they're gonna go kill they're a pedophile. Go, he's like, "You guys gonna go kill some pedophiles?" <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah." And then it shows them later, just yeah, like eating that killing guy. a pedophile. Yeah. Which, dude, I would so fucking love. Yeah. To see a dark, serious vampire movie yeah. about a vampire kid that murders pedophiles. That would be great. There's such a cool duality. Like there a hard, hard candy. Uh, yeah. Let the right one in. Sort oh, of yeah, yeah, totally. But you could get really cool with it, too, because, you know, it's like fucking pedophiles prey on, you know, the innocent, and then they prey on the pedophiles. Yeah. Like, you could get so cool with that shit. I want a whole movie of that. What if it... <laughs> and who doesn't love pedophiles getting <laughs> and the, murdered? Am this I right? Definitely, yeah. This will definitely make a lot of money. What if it's like R.I.P.D.? It's Ooh. a vampire unit of the police department that is full of child vampires that investigate pedophilia cases. Oh, man. And kill the pedophile. I like that. And the yeah. cops, like, their job is to kind of cover it up. And yeah. Make it look, oh, it was a gang fight. Uh-huh. Something it's, like that. It's kind of like Dexter. I'm on board. Uh-huh. Trademark dead and lovely. Trademark dead and lovely. We have it. Pedophile kids. Untitled pedophile kids project. <laughs> maybe Get maybe ABC we'll change on that the untitled phone. title. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's that. Oh, man. That would be awesome. But yeah, so they don't age. They can't eat food. Nick tries to eat some chips. Oh, God. That's so <laughs> like funny. Spray vomits blood, blood everywhere. everywhere yeah. He's like, can't eat chips. It's my favorite food. Don't believe Don't believe yeah. all the hype. What do you say? Being saying? a vampire, not so cool. Don't believe the hype. It's really, it's really shit. Yeah. Really shit. <laughs> I really Nick like has, how I love Nick. Nick but, has so fucking many funny he's, lines. He's so like deadpan and serious, but like dumb. Yeah, like, but doesn't know just he's dumb. Dim, dumb. Yeah. yeah, and like when they're chasing him around the house before he becomes a vampire. Oh, dude, that chase scene is awesome. It's so great. But then he like he like gets into that room. And he closes the door, and the vampire like um. I think it's Deacon crawls out of the De- backpack, right? Oh, yeah, but like one of the vampires is like beating on the door and he goes, fuck off. Yeah, like that should <laughs> yeah, that should stop them. Do it. And the knocking stops and <laughs> he seems does. like, all right. He's then. like, okay, it worked. God, dude. It's like he's such an idiot that he doesn't even correctly like fear for his own life. Like, no. again, the Baschetti scene where he's like, mm-hmm. turn my penis into a cobra. It's like he's not that freaked out, really. He's not. He's not that freaked out. He's just like, I'm going to leave. These guys are weird. Yeah. That chase scene is really cool. It though. is really great. Because somehow or another, you almost get the the idea that the house is somehow like enchanted and he can't yeah. find his way out of it. Like It's like 
suddenly this labyrinth that he uh-huh. can't get out of, which is kind of a Bram Stoker's Dracula yes. kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Really, really, really cool. Again, like there's there's stuff in this that's like well done vampire stuff. Oh yeah, there's some very real cool, good, serious stuff. I mean, especially like even it, even despite how comical it is, whenever um, damn it, what is uh, what is the Victorian era? Uh, Viago. Viago. Whenever Viago uh, brings that girl home, <laughs> and he starts Dude, laying down the newspapers and it's everything. Just after they've had the flat, the flat uh, meeting, and yeah. he's talking about like there's blood everywhere. Can't you guys at least lay down some newspapers uh-huh. or, or uh, towels whenever uh-huh. you bring somebody home? And he brings home this girl, and he starts laying down newspapers and towels. <laughs> and he's like, and "So stuff. how are you doing?" Uh-huh. <laughs> and he bites into her neck. And then it's like it's an artery. <laughs> yeah, it's an artery, and it's like a real vampire movie because there's so much blood, yeah. but it's also like comical because he's like trying to catch it. And yeah, like stop it's like it. a fountain that's going too hard, like trying to drink from like a full blown water hose. Is but what it's, it's like, like. Brutal. it's brutal as hell. Well, yeah. the thing about that is, is that ties into something that I really noticed about Viago. This whole movie, Viago sucks at everything. Oh yeah, he's real bad at being a vampire. And it's like that. That's so funny because it's never really played up that yeah. much but it's like whenever you think about people who are immortal that have eternal life you know think about like uh fucking uh, groundhog's day it's like you get good at everything you yeah. master everything time is no no well. object but it's like you see viago like playing what's he playing like a a trumpet or something yes. in the movie yeah they they're like one of them is playing a drum, one's playing a stand-up bass, and he's playing a trumpet. And he fucking sucks. He's terrible. He's at it. terrible at it. It shows him at that Potter's wheel. Uh huh. He sucks. It at sucks. That. And even like as many people as he's probably bitten over the years, every time you see him biting somebody in the movie, he fucks it up. Uh-huh. And it's this like garden hose-like spray, and he's yeah. like trying just to like control it, and then also <laughs> drink the blood and stuff. But it, again. In the style of humor of this, it's so subtle. Nobody ever goes, God, Viago sucks at everything. Like Nobody ever no. points it out. No. But if you're watching, it's there, and it's so funny because, again, it's the opposite of what you expect from an immortal, sexy, fucking uh, Elizabethan vampire yeah, type. Yeah, he's just a fuck-up. He just sucks. Yeah. He just sucks at everything. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, he's got the vampire OCD, basically. Yes, though. that OCD we talked about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe last week. Or yeah, I think it was. Of, I think it was on. Let, uh, right let the right went in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The vampire OCD. They, this really does bring out a lot of all the tropes. Yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. so. And it's also got no, a no dose. garlic. Oh yeah, is ever brought up? I don't think so. Didn't think about that. Huh. huh? I'm sure there's a deleted scene. Surely there yeah. must be. Yeah. I, w- I wouldn't expect with as much details they put in this other stuff that they didn't address yeah. that at some point. And we've also got some other uh, mythological beasts in this movie. Of course, yeah. the whole movie is kind of about the, the lead up to the, the unholy masquerade. In Wellington, yeah. Which is their yearly gathering of all fucking dark spirits and shit like yeah. that. And it's the the it's not only the vampires, it's the witches uh-huh. and the zombies. The zomb- dude, and the zombie, like that one zombie guy so is just funny. trying so hard to reform the name of zombies yeah. and try to get everybody to have and We're like not act all, uh, uh, anymore. <laughs> and then like he sees some of his other zombies like, and they're like uh, somebody, he's like, no, we don't do that. We don't do that. <laughs> Oh man, it's so it's fucking funny, funny. too, because the werewolves are also trying to yeah, just not be themselves. <laughs> We're werewolves, not swearwolves. Not werewolves, dude. Yeah. Oh god, like you know, there's, there's, of course, there's been talk of a uh, werewolves 
movie yeah, sequel, sequel. That's yeah, and, just and, about the werewolves. But dude, I would love to see them do a, a mockumentary about the witches and a mockumentary about oh the yeah, zombies. Expand on it. I'm oh a, my well, god, that's I would the watch thing any that, of it. That's the thing that Wellington Paranormal kind of does. Is awesome. I mean, we see in this movie that there are all these paranormal things going on in Wellington. So the show Wellington Paranormal sort of follows up on that. Okay, then you know what would the cops be doing about it? That is so good, and man. They would be really dumb. What do you think <laughs> about the werewolves in this movie? They're, God damn, Reese Darby is one of the funniest people alive. Like now, he's the guy that is the manager on Flight. Of yeah, the he's Murray. 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 Oh my God, mm-hmm. he is so fucking funny on yeah. that show. Yeah, like. He seriously like he carries the comedy every scene that he's in. Like yeah. he's so funny. And then you see any his stand up, his stand up is hilarious. Oh really? Yeah, he's great. He's amazing in this. He's kind of the alpha male of the vampire troop. I'm oh, sorry, uh, werewolf. Werewolf troop, yeah. Yeah. And I'll tell you too, man, like whenever they do transform, the werewolves look pretty they sick. They do look pretty good. Some yeah. of them are kind of like the spindly thin yeah, werewolves. Some are like real big. Almost like Yetis or yeah. something. Like they, they look Pretty damn pretty cool, and they they look pretty savage, and they kind of show them from like far off and uh-huh. halfway in the dark. They look better than a lot of like full blown werewolf movies that I've seen. Yeah. You know, like fucking Silver Bullet or something like that. <laughs> yeah, Silver Bullet vampires don't look great. Yeah, werewolves. Or yeah, werewolves. Yeah, yeah. We I'm doing the same thing Dude, too. But we should probably have another beer. Yeah, that would fix it. <laughs> that would help. It's been a long fucking weekend. Yeah. Okay, this is the last one that we have here. This is from. The and I'm sure I'm saying this wrong. Tule Brewing Company from I believe from Belgium, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, I'm probably saying that wrong, but it's T O then O with a line through it, like I ain't afraid of no ghosts, and then an L. I've had one beer from this company. I talked about it on the show. You know what? I'm gonna go on a limb and say that it was right after I saw Hereditary. Okay, so in the summer. Summer, yeah. yeah. I had that, that one IPA of theirs that was like fucking, it was like 14 or 16%. Yeah. It was almost more like a barley wine. An ass-kicking IPA. Oh, my God, dude. It was intense as fuck. So it was really interesting. But This is like a, it's just a regular 11.2 ounce bottle of beer, but it was like 10 bucks. Oh. But I think it's just because it's from Belgium. It says, fuck art, the heathens are coming, which I think is <laughs> pretty tight. I do enjoy that. It claims to be a grisette ale. I have no idea what that means. I bet we're going to find out in a little bit. It's 5.4% alcohol. So we're going to find out if we like what a grisette ale is. I guess aioli so, is. man. A- it's an aioli. A it's grisette a, aioli. It's a mayonnaise-based beer. Oh, shit, we're drinking mayonnaise. <laughs> Seems to be a lovely golden color. Oh, yeah. Very bright yellow, actually. Oh, this might be pee. It might be a urines. I don't know. Um, what does she smell like here? Oh, it actually smells very Belgian-y. Oh, you can smell a, so lot of, a lot of spices and stuff in there. But again, it's 5.4, so it should be a bit drier than your typical Belgian is. Oh, I'm excited for this. I am, too. Let's give this a go. You know, the thing is, is like it seems crazy to say, this bottle of beer is $10, but it's like... Nobody fucking bats an eye when you pay that much for like a glass of wine. Even yeah. if it's just some shitty house wine, you know? So yeah, to me for a bottle of beer that's eleven ounces and travel all the way from Belgium, yeah, fuck. You need totally to try fine. that. Yeah? You on yeah. board with it? It's kind of a it's cloudy. Again, it's it's pretty golden, but it's a little cloudy. Hmm. Boy howdy. It's interesting, isn't it? What it is has that? it has um 
it has some of the lemon juicy yeah. elements of like a saison, mm-hmm. but it's not that no. funky or lemony. Yeah. It has a little bit of spice to it, like a Belgian, yeah. like a double or a triple, but it's not nearly as sweet. Man, this is That's actually pretty fucking awesome. It has a um, has a little bit of a raisiny aftertaste, doesn't it? Yeah, like a golden raisin salt. It's it's very thing. full of. Mm. I would say it's good for this time of year. It's it's got some yeah Christmassy spices and and flavors yep. to it. Yep, it definitely has a little bit of a a little bit of a cardamom flavor, a little bit of a cinnamon and clove flavor. Yeah, but not much. Like no, it's all very it's all very light. It's a light beer, but it's got big flavor. But none of the flavors stand out the most. Yeah, yeah. Nothing is like overpowering. It's interesting because like some of the first, you know, like non-regular ass beers that I got into were like Belgians. Yeah. You know, like uh, triples and quads and uh-huh. stuff like that. And I love those for a long time. Anymore, just because of the super high sugar content and high alcohol content, they it's like taking Benadryl. They just put me the fuck to sleep Damn. whenever I drink them. <laughs> so I can't really drink those much anymore, nor, nor do I want to because they're just too sweet most of the time. Now, when you drink them, does it also have an antihistamine effect? Oh, yeah, my bee stings. Oh, okay, good. They go right down. Oh, good. Whew. And I goes to sleep. <laughs> but this is kind of like a, a little bit more, I don't know, subtle, sophisticated Belgian flavor in a beer. Where it's not just over the top sweetness and super booziness, that's really good. Any Belgians out there want to send us more of this beer? We'll take it from Tool, or just tell me how to pronounce it. Would be great. Yeah, you know what? We'll take that as well. Yeah, I'll take suggestions on that. That's really good. Yeah, it is. I, like I can't it. compare that I, to anything. Yeah, so I was gonna say, I it, it's so different. I think the closest cousin I can think of would be like um, Harpoon Golden Monkey. Mm-hmm. But it's way less over the top than that is. Yeah, Golden Monkeys. It's got some real like super bold spicy flavors. Yeah. yeah, it's very boozy and very sweet. It's kind of like I think if you took like two bottles of this and distilled them down into one bottle, it would be kind of like Gold Monkey. Yeah, but as it is, it's just this very delicious, not overpowering, unique beer. I I'm like that a it. lot. I'm digging it a whole bunch. I don't at all feel ripped off for ten bucks for that. No, you shouldn't. Pretty fucking good. Okay, so... The werewolves. The werewolves. They're really apparently trying to fight their, their own nature and reform themselves uh-huh. and not just be a bunch of you know bloodthirsty, murderous werewolves. And then when they are going to change, they're going to lock themselves up to trees so they don't hurt anybody. But they do so with a lot of difficulty and problems. <laughs> <laughs> they're constantly talking about like... You just got those new pants. You don't want to rip those. Yeah. I told you to wear sweatpants, something that can stretch. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, apparently, to direct that scene, they told all the other guys, other than Reese Darby, hey, just keep going up and asking them more and more questions. <laughs> just they just get them, like, irritated. Get frustrated and irritated. Because if you've seen Reese Darby as as Murray, frustrated and irritated, it's really the funny. funniest. It's so funny, yeah. God, that's so good, man. I'm living with you, turkeys. <laughs> he said. I love the way that the werewolves are played. Like it's totally this like kind of bro dude yeah. <laughs> kind of group, you know, where it's like it's it's kind of vaguely homoerotic. But the thing is, Deacon is the one who started shit with them. Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah. they were just going to walk by, but Deacon was all like, 
you guys smell that or whatever? Yeah. And then, yeah, it turned into a thing. Yeah, he's like, you guys done sniffing your own wieners or something <laughs> like that? And he's like, we <laughs> don't do that. We sniff each other's. And it's a form of greeting. <laughs> They're just like, oh, God, it's so funny. It is it's so funny. so funny, man. Yeah. And even the way, too, that like, uh, you know, again, kind of speaking of the, the, the homoerotic thing, there's a lot of jokes and references, especially like from Jackie, about the whole like vampire you know, flatmate dudes is being yeah. just like a big yeah. She she does. <laughs> a big she gay has one of my favorite lines. Um, she's talking about how like she, you know, keeps waiting to be turned into a vampire and yeah. they turn Nick into a vampire instead of her. And she says, "Big homoerotic dick biting club," <laughs> and I'm stuck here ironing their fucking frills. <laughs> she's such a badass. She's great. Dude. And then you know she gets Nick to turn her. Yeah. And becomes a vampire herself. It's great. <laughs> so hopefully she'll show up in We Are Wolves. Oh, God. I love that. that, man. What do you think about, about Peter, the super ancient Count Orlock vampire? <laughs> I lo- I he's love- just terrifying. He's just terrifying, but like, it only really seems like he's terrifying to Viago. Yeah. Um, because. Oh, he's so freaked out by Deacon and Nick just talk to him like normal. Yeah. But it's also like he's Deacon and Nick's dad because he turned very much. They've got like a family kind of, kind of dynamic that there's that story. Is it about Deacon telling when he got turned? Yeah. He's telling a story about when he got turned. This bat creature grabbed him. (laughs) It's so fucking funny. Yeah. He's just like, (laughs) (laughs) and then the creature jumped up and said, you are now vampire. And it was Peter. And Peter's sitting like the right sitting off in that camera. Chair, it's yeah. kind of nodding. Just kind of nods. <laughs> like he's a proud dad. Like that's my boy. Yeah. And then, yeah, he turns Nick and Deacon has been the youngest vampire. And it's like the youngest child when a new baby comes in. Yeah. He's I'm not getting all like, the attention anymore. Fuck. Yeah. He's so jealous. And like they end up having these like brotherly fights and stuff. It's so funny. It's funny. Dude, I love that they have to go down there into his like crypt and like roll aside that slate to. <laughs> open it up he like hisses at him he's like i brought you a chicken <laughs> he's got all those like spinal columns and stuff on the floor from all these people that he's eaten also in that opening montage it does show viago brushing his teeth yeah it's oh really cute. man because he's kind of got the uh he's got the nose for it's, it's yeah. actually more like salem's, salem's lot. lot teeth yeah 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 damn what's the what's the name of salem's lot oh shit fuck we just did it like two weeks ago Bertrand. Bertrand, he's called. But just with like the big dangly teeth hanging out yeah. and stuff. So fucking funny. I love too that like he looks completely different from the rest of yeah. them. Yeah. But and they he's never, eight thousand really years it. old. So he looked like that when he got bit. Hey. Basically. That would that <laughs> would make sense now that you say it that way. Yeah, because everybody else stays how they are after they're bitten. Yeah. Huh. Oh man, poor Peter. He was I had not thought about an that. Ugly dude beforehand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no kidding. Bless his heart. Oh, bless him. Bless him. But like his makeup and stuff looks great. Like if it he does. was it in a legit really like scary vampire movie, I'd be like, "Man, the vampire looks sick." Yeah. Yeah, if you were to redo Nosferatu with that makeup, it would sell. Yeah. People would love it. He's yeah. got the big gangly fingers uh-huh. and stuff. Yeah. Looks awesome. Looks yeah, awesome. I I really love this movie. Like I love what they did with vampires in this movie. I yeah. I like I don't want to kill any of the humor. So, you know, don't want to break down too many of those scenes. But honestly, this movie it 
it does all the things you want a vampire movie to do yeah. without taking itself seriously. Oh, absolutely. Which so. is one of the things that I've always been a little averse to with, with vampire movies, especially movies like Interview with the Vampire. Yeah, which is so serious. So dark and serious yeah. the whole time, yeah. I but mean, the way this deals with like what this would actually be like in real yeah. life. Day-to-day living as a vampire... You're probably going to want to live with other vampires. It's going to make it easier for all of you. Yeah. And then, of course, if you're living with somebody, there's conflict. Yeah. And it's petty and stupid. Yeah. And even <laughs> if it was vampires, it'd be about leaving fucking tons of bloody yeah. dishes in bloody the sink. Bloody dishes. He hasn't done the dishes in five years, they said. <laughs> Deacon. The chore wheel has had Deacon doing the dishes for five P- years. P.S. Deacon, the former Nazi vampire. Yeah. Holy shit. So this plays into my Monster Squad yes, theory. Yes, it absolutely does. About, about the vampire uh, vampire Dracula yep. uh, being a part of the Nazi uh, uprising. Uh, I think, man, I think it's more evidence yeah. that pretty, Dracula maybe was they're a thinking totalitarian the same thing, dictator. Dude. They might yeah. be thinking the same thing. Maybe they are. But I like, too, how that's kind of touched upon, but never really, like, it's never really brought back up that much. No. <laughs> yeah, he's he says back then if you were a, a a Nazi, boy, nobody wanted to talk to you. If you're a vampire, forget it. If you're a Nazi vampire, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, it's so good. And the post credit stuff is also really funny too. Yeah. Did you watch all that? Yes, the post credits. They have um, dude Jackie who's been turned Jack- and is like talking to her husband. Yeah, and stuff. she's made her husband her her uh, servant. Yeah, Damon. Yeah. 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 Um, what else goes on in there? They, we have Deacon at the end doing his mind yeah. trick. You will not remember the last hour and a half or whatever. Yeah. Uh, what's the other scene? I can't remember. There's something else in there that's really good though. I just remember the whole thing was hilarious. Oh man. Well, and while crap. you think while you're thinking about that too, I'll bring up that the soundtrack for this movie is fucking great. Oh my god, yes. It's that fantastic. Song? It's wonderful. So great. Yeah. yeah, and I've not done any research to find out like who's on the soundtrack. There's one song that I thought sounded like Gogo Bordello, uh-huh. but I might be wrong. It sounds like a lot of it is just traditional Eastern European uh music, which is is really fascinating because a lot of it is very complex. Oh, okay. Like, especially, have you ever listened to any, like, uh, like Bulgarian folk music or Bulgarian I've wedding music? I've listened to a lot of Russian folk music. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember you showing me, like, chanson music and stuff yeah. in college. Yeah, that's great stuff. Explain chanson music for our listeners it's real quick. basically prison music. Yeah. Yeah. And you show, and it's, like, guys that all sound like Tom Waits. Yep. They all mm-hmm. sound like Tom Waits. Uh, if you want to check out, uh, like, just... Uh, you can listen to this Russian singer without knowing what the words are saying and know that it's good music. Liu Bei. Liu Bei. L Y U B E. That's not how you spell that. Liu Bei. <laughs> well, the L is very light because it's uh, it's followed by a soft con or soft vowel. Russian silly. It is. Is he uh, that guy that you showed me that has that song about being in prison and like I have AIDS? Oh no no no! That's not Shanson. <laughs> that's that's not Shanson. Uh, that's Zemfira. Zemfira. Uh, yeah. Okay. speed is not Yeah. <laughs> you were just speaking in backwards yeah. English to me. You have AIDS. That means we're gonna die. Is those <laughs> lyrics? So but it's like that's metal. like an upbeat song. <laughs> it's so metal. speed. <laughs> Zemfira is great. Did uh, he tour with Tattoo at all? Well, Zemfira is a, is a woman, but 
she may have. She's, I think she's lesbian. Yeah? Pretty sure. But she's a Muslim Russian, so. Good God. I don't know if she's open about that. That is a small, small demographic. It's actually, uh, there's a lot of Muslims in Russia. But Muslim lesbians? Oh, Muslim lesbian Russians. No, that's probably far fewer. Wow. Yeah. Dang. Good <laughs> on her. Yeah, she was from a city I lived in, Ufa. No kidding. Ufa. Ufa. Yeah. But a lot of the music, like, it was funny watching it with subtitles because a lot of the soundtrack music, it would say, like, out-of-tune music plays. And it's like, no, that's how it's supposed to sound. Right, yeah. You know? A lot of that music, especially... Uh, Bulgarian wedding music. I first learned about through through Steve Vai, my real dad. Oh, he was yeah. talking about uh-huh. his fondness for for that kind of music. There is a uh, if you just want like a super quick crash course on Bulgarian wedding music, I recommend going on YouTube and typing in Evo. That's I V O Papazov. Evo Papazov. Papazov and his wedding band. Okay. Watch them playing on some some like not late night show. I can't remember which one it is, and it'll introduce you really quick to Bulgarian wedding music. It's complicated as all fuck. Like it sounds like Dillinger Escape Plan played on like acoustic instruments. Jesus. It, it and like clarinet and stuff. It's <laughs> and clarinet. Yeah, I'll I'll show you after we're done, dude. It's so complicated. I just imagine it's unreal. I just imagine somebody playing the clarinet like they were in Dillinger Escape Plan, oh, and I was it's like, exactly that is dangerous. What it sounds like. Like just thrashing around yeah. with a clarinet in your your mouth. Oh man, and dude, I'll I'll post a video up on on the Facebook group or something later, because like during this performance that they do in this night show, they're doing this crazy elaborate performance, and you would almost think they were just bullshitting it and like making it up as they went and just making racket, uh-huh. except that it's all like harmonized and everybody's like playing unison with each other and stuff. So it's very meticulously written that uh-huh. way. Only the time signatures and stuff are changing, seriously, like changing more than like a fucking Meshuggah song. It's insane. That's crazy. And the whole time that this is going on, like on the drum riser on the back of the stage, there's this like older woman who's just like sitting there with like her hands in her lap. Uh-huh. And then like the song builds to this certain point of intensity and she like gets up and just like starts singing this part that is... Uh, Luke and I, Luke and I decided long ago that what's actually going on is she's actually dead at the start of the song. Okay. And the whole starting part of the song is like this, uh, this musical spell to like reanimate the dead. What? You'll see. And she gets up and she starts singing her like scary corpse song about what? being dead. Uh, you think I'm exaggerating? This is crazy. Wait till you see this shit. It's the best. I'll post it up on the Facebook thing. That's awesome. So a lot of the music in this reminds me of. Yeah, again, Eastern European or Bulgarian yeah. kind of folk music where you listen to it and it's like, yeah, whatever. It sounds like European weird acoustic music, but a lot of the like time signatures and rhythms and stuff are crazy complicated. Like stuff in like 9-8 and 11-8 and all these like damn dream theater fucking rhythms. Huh. The soundtrack is amazing in this. It's they're, so perfect because they're all these, you know, European old vampires. Yeah. So it just makes sense that the soundtrack sounds like old European stuff. And that opening song. Which is yes, just amazing. It's yeah. by Norma Tanega. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't it's know who from that like is. 1966. Oh shit! That's yeah. That that blew my mind. That's badass. Because that's way ahead of its time. Yeah, it's like some punk rock sort of shit. Yeah, it, it totally is. It's crazy. Yeah, that is so cool, man. <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah, 
I couldn't remember what I wanted to talk about about the uh, the ending after scene. credits. So Tight. Not important. We've we've had four beers, so these things happen. These things happen. I can't think of really much anything to complain about about no, this movie. Like, I don't have honestly any like I can't I can't think of anything like the mm. special effects. There's not a ton, but every time that there are some, they I look great. Yeah. They look great, yeah. and, and even too the the way that. You know, because it's a mockumentary and so much of the movie is shot in like handheld and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like when they transform into bats, it's like the camera's trying to follow them, so it's kind of blurring naturally. Yeah. So it kind of hides what could be a bad. They CG. do the same with the werewolf attacks. Yeah. Like it's yes. grainy because it's in the dark and from a distance. Yeah. And yeah. Exactly. Or the camera's moving the whole time and stuff. Yeah. It hides anything that would have looked suspicious. It's practical whenever they can, too. Like the the fucking blood squirting effects and stuff oh, yeah, all look really real. Good. A lot of those werewolves are just like guys in suits, obviously. Yeah. So it's like whenever they can do practical, they do practical, and it looks great. It does. Uh, I I have no complaints myself. I mean, this no. is the easiest uh, ten I'll ever give out. No doubt. This is a ten. This is. A, I think so too. Uh, it should be seen by every uh, horror movie fan and fans of comedy. <laughs> like yeah. if you like comedy. You're going to like... Well, I don't know. A lot of people don't like the dry... Yeah, uh, New Zealand humor... Like, it's even more dry than British, I would say. Yeah, yeah. You like, know, the thing about like New Zealander humor, to me anyway, and I'm, I'm by no means any kind of fucking expert uh, on this stuff, but it's like it has a lot of the dryness yeah. of British humor, but also can get just silly, wacky, slapsticky. You know, again, like yeah. him drinking that blood that's just like fucking a fire hose shooting in his mouth. Yeah. Is really silly and over the top, but it's still understated. Everything, yeah. every even the over the top stuff is understated. Yeah, like it's not. You don't have that scene, and then the soundtrack is going. It's like it doesn't get fucking silly on you or anything like that. I wish every British comedy would just throw in the Benny Hill yakety sax. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. I heard a great dub the other day. Of Yakety Sax overlaid with the vocals from Angel of Death by Slayer. Okay. It's so perfect, I can't even describe it. That's awesome. It's a 10. That's great. Now, I'm with you, though, dude. Like, I can't complain about anything. The pacing of this is great. It doesn't overstay its welcome. Yeah. It it plays into so many different vampire tropes so well and so respectfully, but at the same time, it has such fun with it. Where, you know, I mean, like I said, the fact that it addresses our whole conundrum we've always had about how do they how get do they, dressed. Yeah, how do they get dressed? That's so fucking funny. Yeah. I wish they had, I'm sure they shot a scene. I mean, because they do show them taking a bunch of selfies with a digital camera. Yeah. But I wish they had filmed a scene where they were just like, oh, I can just take a picture and then see myself. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Rather than having to draw pictures of each yeah. other. <laughs> Which is, and and again, some of them are real bad. Again, Viago sketches yeah. fucking suck. It's not like, good. He's bad at everything, dude. <laughs> I love it, man. I, I I seriously don't think I would really change anything about this. No, I really no. don't. It's, I it's I really I would love to get a shot at all that footage. God, editing I want to see it together. I want to see it so bad. Something that would be fun. I they, totally. They agree. really should do that. I I think like. That could be a real fun contest for a cult movie. Oh, God, yeah. Like this, a movie that has... I mean, this movie did well in the theater, though, so it's not really a cult movie. It's just a great movie that a lot of people haven't heard of. Yeah, yeah. I still know so many people who have never even heard of this fucking yeah. movie. And that is such a shame because it's so funny. Yeah, more people really do need to see this. I mean, 
again, uh, I guess some people don't like that that type of humor, and also yeah. some people aren't going to understand their accents. Maybe a lot of people apparently have trouble understanding Nick. Really, he mumbles a lot. Okay, yeah, he does mumble, and he's very yeah. like monotone. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I watch everything in subtitles. Yeah, I do too. Everything's better that way. It is. Yeah, you don't miss anything the, except for like the top part of the screen because I'm always looking at the yeah. subtitles. Yeah, <laughs> I think this might be one of the first like unanimous tens we've done on the show. Oh yeah, without any reservations, this is a ten. Yeah. Yeah. Going into it, I knew like there's nothing wrong with this movie, and then watching it, it was like no, there's nothing wrong with this movie. Yeah. I totally agree. It was a blast, man. It's so good. It's so good. Again, it's hard to like really analyze and deep dive, discuss comedies. Yeah. But when they're this good, yeah, it's it's really fun, actually. Yeah, it's really fun. It's really fun. (laughs) Now, next week on the show, we are exiting No Vampire. Bye bye, No Vampire. First episode of the month of December. We're going to be covering one that you guys have been asking for since the inception. Yeah, since the inception of this fucking show. We're finally going to be talking about Phantasm. That's right. There's a little ball with a spike. We're going to get into it. And an old, tall man. That's right. It is like a fucking fever dream of a movie. <laughs> it <laughs> is It's by so Don Coscarelli, who did Bubba Hotep, which we've already covered. Yes, indeed we have. I'm looking forward to talking about it. I watched this movie for the first time maybe last year. I want to say it's been last year sometime. Because we went to a, uh, it's like our, a great uncle's funeral, then went to Cracker Barrel, uh huh, then came home and had some drinks and watched Phantasm for the first time. Um, I haven't seen it since I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited. Oh man! So it's probably a lot more fucking weird and fucked up than you remember. Oh yeah, it's definitely gonna be. This is one of those I remember just renting with uh, like, you know, five movies, five nights for $5. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we probably even turned it on late enough at night that we might've fallen asleep. Cause I don't really remember it that yeah. well. I remember some parts pretty vividly, but everything else just kind of yeah. fallen by the wayside. This is one of those movies that to me is, it's so weird it's as popular as it is. Yeah. Because it's a ton so of people love it. fucking nonsensical it's and strange. It's like, I know a lot of people that can't get into, you know, like Argento stuff, like can't get into Fanta- uh, Phenomena yeah. and Suspiria. Suspiria and stuff like that. Yeah, because it's just too weird. But they love movies like Phantasm. And that's so weird Maybe to me. Maybe we'll learn something. Maybe we will. I'll look forward to talking about it on next week's episode. In the meantime... You guys can find us all over them internets. You know we all up over that internet. That's us at Dead Lovely Pod yeah. on the Twiddles, Tell on them. the Instagrudels. Hit them. Uh, Dead and Lovely Horror Movie Podcast Group on Facebook. Uh. And you can email us at Dead and Lovely Pod at gmail.com. Woof, woof, woof. Where your dog's at? Now back to you, Ben. <laughs> you guys be sure to rate this podcast. And review it on iTunes or your podcast listening app of choice. Share it with a friend. Everybody's got that friend that's into horror movies, right? Everybody knows that guy. Yeah, yeah. Share this show with them. I've seen some new reviews pop up. I think we're at about like 90-something reviews right now. Once Hell we yeah. hit 100, I'm going to be pretty satisfied with you guys. But for right now... I'm going to eat a Tide Pod. No way. Yep. I'm not. Yeah. No, I'll do it. Okay. No. Wait. Uh, mm, I'll think about eating a Tide Pod. You're going to feed a Tide Pod to a baby. 
That's what you're going to do. Yeah. You, hey, you start calling them babies, they all become gabies. You don't say. Uh-huh. Is that what happens? Then we all get rabies. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, and then Jesus ain't happy about it. <laughs> he ain't coming back for no. us. No. Hellfire. Oh, they got gabies. I can't go back. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. What an asshole. Right. Why didn't he just like, okay, I'm just going to say. Hit me. If, if you can see the future. Yeah. Why didn't he just say, hey, also, uh, don't use a whole bunch of fossil fuels. You'll destroy the earth. Yeah. Invest in Apple. They're oh, and do by really the way, good. we never mentioned it, but don't rape. Oh, that's kind of that's kind of important. You know how that perfect book that's got all the answers never mentions not raping people? Oh. Yeah. That seems kind of important to cover yeah. to me. If you had if you had the four vision of a prophet, you'd probably think like that's gonna be a problem. Yeah. I should mention to people. Yeah, societies are growing and expanding. <laughs> this could become an issue. Maybe I should just tell them not to do it. I just thought before we we left we should Insult some more people. Oh, right. That's <laughs> a good idea. What the fuck's with Mohammed? Bye. <laughs>